Jupiter rising at 23 degrees ascending. Oh, I hate my life. Look at I just, I just need to know what in the hell is going on. I have more in common with a dog than I have with you. I love dogs. I've always loved dogs. The bees are genetically designed to recognize royalty. Bees don't lie. Are you saying your people kill the dinosaurs? I love dogs. That ain't bad either. Oh, my thumb went right into it. Oh, shit. Oh, said. shit. All right. Welcome, everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> welcome to our very professional podcast. God where we damn talk it. About it spilled movies everywhere. And boners. Hi, everyone. Oh. <laughs> Fuck. Do you need a napkin or I something? I kind of do, but that's okay. I got shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true bachelor. All right. <sighs> Welcome, everybody. Hey, everyone. Cheers to you for a, a new show. What yep. beer are you drinking, Dustin? Uh, I am drinking uh, something that I figured... I'm probably not going to be a big fan of, but I'll try it anyways, and hopefully I don't hate it as you know much as I anticipate. I see where this is going. <laughs> uh, so I'm drinking Rogue Gallery. Well, Rogue Gallery. Wow, there's a nerd in me. Uh, Rogue <laughs> Brewery. Their mm. hazelnut brown ale. Mm. Um, brown ales are off and on for me, and yeah. it being all hazelnutty, I don't know. Uh, what are you drinking? <laughs> That's a, a great recommendation. I am drinking <laughs> from the, it's very space themed. It's a seasonal ecliptic brewing. Co- where the heck is There this? you go. Oh, it tripped on me again. <laughs> ecliptic Brewing Company, Sunray Juicy IPA. And uh, it's pretty good. It's, it's a little more, uh, I mean, I'm going to sound stupid if I say sour because a lot of IPAs are sour. But as far as juicy IPAs go, they're not it's, sour, they're just hoppy. Well, you know what I mean, like bittery. Yeah. I meant bitter. I meant like not sweet. Hmm. But it's good. I mean, it's still good. It, I don't have any complaints other than I don't have any complaints. Um. <laughs> okay, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> um, a couple of things to bring up. I, I knew yeah. that we had so much to cover last week that I would forget. Uh, yeah. one, one thing I wanted to bring up before we start. I totally spaced a movie dad. I intended <laughs> movie dad. I would have had on my list. Um, Cooper from Interstellar. I can't believe I didn't have, and nobody brought up. Uh, I'm with you on that one. Um, I couldn't believe I didn't bring him up either. But then I remembered why, and it's really he does like, leave yeah. his kids and kind of right. Lives, and and but... it's really like I get why he leaves his daughter, mm-hmm. and I get the whole point of his entire mission that film Mm -hmm. isn't for him personally. It's not to necessarily save humanity. I mean, it is, but he's trying to make sure his daughter can have like a long life. So I Mm -hmm. get his sacrifice. I totally get it. I respect that choice by that Mm -hmm. character. Uh, Personally, I would not be able to leave my child for that period of time. Yeah. He has that moment of realization, which is basically the like the high point of the movie, where he's just sit there oh, crying, you know, yeah, because uh, he knew that he totally screwed up. Uh, and anyway, Cooper, if anybody asks, I did remember eventually. Yep. 
The second, I didn't call you out at the time, but I love how what? the I love the part how the part that makes you cry in the Patriot is where the little girl says who doesn't want to talk decides to talk for the first time. Yeah, when she uh, screams daddy. Not the two and runs after him. Not the two separate occasions where his own sons are murdered in front of him. <laughs> Spoiler alert for the Patriot, by the way. <laughs> so it made I did think about that after I was like, oh, that's a so more Do you want to know why I don't well, I know cry why. at those scenes? No, it, it has like even before I became a dad, mm. I didn't cry at that scene. Okay, then do I would you like know, to know why? I do not know. Please enlighten me. Um, as much as I love that movie, because mm -hmm. I genuinely love The Patriot, folks, it's an incredible film. Mm -hmm. um, the problem, though, was in the previews when that movie was coming out, uh, they showed his sons being mm -hmm. killed in the pre... Like, they talk about it in the preview. So yeah. when it happened, it was kind of like, Oh, that's how they did it. <laughs> like, still sad, but anticlimactic. Kind of, because you you know it's yeah, it's coming. Sure, um, that's the only reason. But when his daughter breaks, finally, are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? You're not wrong. It is a great. I know great I'm great not scene. wrong. It is a, a beautiful scene. Out, you <laughs> but see, I'm I'm glad you brought it up because I did also re realize we ended yeah. and I had another me moment where I hinted at something completely mm. forgot about it during the episode. And then remembered okay. later have made a note of it. Like, so I had made a comment about a father figure in a film that originally I was like, Oh yeah, this guy's totally going to be like on a list or at least yeah. an honorable mention. I got to have him. Mm -hmm. And I even told you that. And then I was like, but then I rewatched the movie and like, I kind of have to take him off because he's doing some shit that I don't, necessarily agree with right um yeah uh so have you ever seen the movie easy a yes okay so hilarious movie folks by the way very yeah. funny movie uh i was like stanley tucci he's such a like entertaining mm. dad in that movie and yeah. then i rewatched it and i was like he is so fucking oblivious <laughs> yeah and like encouraging his daughter to Mm -hmm. dressed the way she does encouraging her to like he's trying to be this free-spirited yeah like, he's like a cool dad. dad yeah and um no i can't agree <laughs> with that yeah he's, he's more of just like a funny dad kind of like yeah. the the dad new the dad from halloween uh, it, the new halloween yeah he's funny um, but so when i rewatched it and was seeing that i was kind of like Oh man, I just I can't agree with the decision by this dad to be like, my daughter's walking around her high school with her tits and ass hanging out. Mm -hmm. That's okay. That's cool. Do it's I need to for be worried? Purpose, right? And he asked her a couple times, like, "Do I need to be worried about you?" And she's like, "No, I'm good." And he's like, "Okay, good and enough he walks for me." Off. <laughs> I'm like, "No, I would be like, all right, we're having a talk." <laughs> I get some parents out there might be like, you mm -hmm. have to let your kids make their own choices. Mm -hmm. No, no. And to <laughs> Emma Stone's like uh, her character's, you know, point, she is kind of more mature than normal. True, true. Tend to be, um, but but still. she's still walking around her high school. And yeah. then I was like, man, Check in. be aware like, of what. Your yeah, kids be, are be aware of your kids. Like boundaries. It turns out 
boundaries are a good thing. <laughs> they provide structure, mm-hmm. and that's healthy for growth. So that's my thing. All right. Well, there's your dad moment for this. That's episode. my dad moment. <laughs> At least I remembered that one. I did remember a whole bunch of other movies that I ended up seeing, and mm-hmm. I totally forgot all of them again. Well, I'm so, going to ask you about one in a second because I remembered one that you saw that you didn't bring up last time. Oh, okay. Okay. But Maybe we'll, that's the one that I forgot again. We'll do the movie draft now. Um, <laughs> interesting things are afoot. Number one, I caught back up and surpassed you in the rating. Yeah, uh, I know. The 13 Lives is doing very well. Bullet Train also appears to be very good. Although I did lie last episode. I said that I didn't have any straight to streaming movies. It was because I was not even aware that 13 Lives went straight to Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that it was a legit theater Ron Howard movie. Yeah. And uh, no one even knows it exists, apparently. (laughs) I haven't seen any press for it. Prime hasn't even, I've been on Prime and Mm -hmm. prep for our upcoming episode, and uh, I haven't seen anything for it. (laughs) Yeah. But. In general, uh, if you do find it, people seem to like it. (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, Bullet Train. I also have high hopes for Don't Worry Darling. That is uh, Olivia Wilde's Wilde's second directorial movie. Her first one was like a 7.1 or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think... It does look interesting. I think I'll be doing okay. Box office, though, is still obviously not very strong. Uh, So this... I didn't show you this last time, but I made these. No, but I saw the graphs. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, And so there's this cute little uptick at the end. (laughs) Cute little uptick. (laughs) Yeah. So that is my my note there. You know, but thing I was going to ask. Pretty telling about you and I, Jake. Yeah. Because up to now, you and I pretty much made like we're neck and neck, which means you and I. Yeah flock to movies kind of similarly like same i guess perspective on movies mm-hmm. <laughs> and all that for the most part yeah um what movie were you gonna ask me about I think uh that's interesting nope i know that I you did saw see it. nope that is the one nope. i forgot about yeah <laughs> and then you didn't bring it up last time and nope. the text you sent me after you saw it wasn't very clear on whether you liked it or not uh, i did enjoy it i i did enjoy it a lot actually okay um what I texted you and I'll tell everyone else. If you haven't seen Nope, uh, I will say it is one of the more original, creative, very interesting uh, alien centric movies that I've mm-hmm. seen. And mm-hmm. I really appreciated that aspect. But what I loved the most and what made me, I, I'm pretty sure I enjoyed it more than Get Up and Uh or Get Out and, and Us was yeah. uh jordan peele finally seemed to like kind of get hit get over his holier than thou uh racism card uh yeah. for a long time for people that have listened to you and i mm-hmm. long enough know uh we kind of don't flock to that mentality no matter who it's coming yeah. from like his whole uh what's the word i'm looking for notion of i'm only gonna cast black actors because you know fuck hollywood and fuck everyone else i really that really put me off that's actually a big reason i didn't like Candyman. yeah and you and i talked about that because it was just too like and i talked to other people that agreed with me too of like nah mm-hmm. 
it, it gets tiring. Like just yeah. make a movie, just make a story. Right. And I felt that's what Nope really was, was him just making a story. Mm-hmm. And I appreciated that. It was yeah, cool. You, it was if interesting. If you focus on the wrong things, I would much prefer you focus on making a good story and yeah, then yeah. and then whatever that means, whatever it needs to be. Yeah, that. let the story be what it needs to be. Now, saying that, I do still enjoy Get Out and Us very much. Yeah, uh, although the more I watch both of them, the more I am leaning towards Us being a more interesting story. Yeah. Uh, oh, cer- certainly more. The, I think Get Out had... It was very strong, but it was also kind of new. Yeah. So he polished a lot between the two, and Us is much better. Yes. Us was awesome. Nope was really cool. Uh, I did just go see Bullet Train. Oh, how's that? that. Dude, that's a blast. It it looks fun. It's a genuine blast. Like, the big summer box office is ending, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Bullet Train is a great movie to end the summer blockbuster season with. Nice. So much fun. I mean, it's Brad Pitt playing kind of a quirky, mm-hmm. wrong place, wrong time kind of guy. Yeah. Very fun. Uh, Jake, I know you're a huge Michael Shannon fan. That's true. He's in Bullet Train, man. Nice. I love the cast. I love, yeah. Very fun movie. Highly is Sandra Bullock it. in it or just like her voice? Well, is, she, is she the voiceover lady, like the radio yeah. lady? Yeah, yeah, she's his handler who yeah. he's talking to in the preview. But that, does she ever like not on the radio is she ever like in it in it like in person like an actor movie oh is it like a spoiler like that well because i would only go see it if sandra bullock's actually bullshit (laughs) you're gonna see it dude i will say it's way more violent and way more gory than i thought it was going to be like i had a naive moment folks (laughs) i don't know why but for some reason i thought it was pg-13 just like a fun action movie it's rated R, and you realize that it's rated R for very specific reasons pretty <laughs> early on into the movie. And I was like, wow, this is super bloody for a PG-13. And then a couple <laughs> scenes happened after that. I was like, oh, it's rated R. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a hard R film. Hard R oh, film. Okay. Yeah. Well, that may- interests me even more then. But I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. So, Good. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then a couple other updates. Definitely get your merch on our yep. merch store. It's going to be phased out, uh, I think, two weeks after you're hearing this episode. After this episode drops, two right. weeks out after that. So before the next episode, I guess is another way to put it. Yeah. Because we are on a new schedule every two weeks. So get your merch there. Uh, and then I, we don't really talk about it, but if you want to support us, Merch is a good way to do it. We want you to get something out of it as well. So that's kind of nice that you actually get Um, something. Um, It it definitely helps a lot. This isn't free to do by any means. Oh, also new, and you don't even know this yet. First time you're hearing about this. Um, If you want to be a sponsor of the show, Mm -hmm. you can do that now. Uh, There is a, a link on our website right next to merch that says sponsor, and you can essentially subscribe for 99 cents or five bucks or 10 bucks a month. And uh, that helps us out too, but you don't get anything out of it other than this show, which is free anyway. So go to the merch store and get something there. (laughs) So what you're saying is we need to think of something for uh, subscribers. Yeah, we could do that. If we had our shit together, we could do that. But you know, we're (laughs) middle-aged men. 
<laughs> right. With <laughs> wives and families. Uh, but yeah, no, please do that. I think that's awesome. Uh, I know there's some stuff you and I have talked about and we'll be gearing up and working towards like behind the scenes kind of stuff. So folks, yeah. uh, we, if all goes well, if we do our part, uh, things could get super interesting and fun in the next year or so for us. So yeah, definitely subscribe. Maybe that could be something where we'll give you like the inside scoop. Bump, bump, bump. Yeah. Or bonus contract or something. But anyways, yeah. Uh, We'll figure something out, something awesome for you guys. We promise. Yeah, I think that's uh, a good idea. We'll have to talk about that. We haven't talked yeah. about it at all. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's basically that. Um, this episode is a very fun episode. It's I found it funny going from last week's episode where we talked all about the best movie dads in history. Now we're talking about a movie about a girl who was born without a dad. So yeah. that's kind of sad, but um, it's true. I thought it was funny that we were going from a very like heartfelt, um, pretty like real talk episode. I mean, for the most part, that was like, it's a pretty deep episode. I thought that was a lot of fun and and really cool and awesome to do. I had to chuckle that we went from that to this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we got to mix it up. I was going to say. We are mixing it up. We are. Um, folks, I was going to say. The uh, one last week that like meant a lot. And now we're giving you the silly one that Jake has been wanting to uh, <laughs> do for no other reason. No reason other than just to see my reaction to this movie. Because well, you, you made the mistake of telling me you've never <laughs> seen it. I and I was, it went from. Oh, that's a weird movie to, oh my God, I have to get Dustin to see it and record his reaction on the podcast. <laughs> it's true. You did. Uh, and I feel like this is the second or third time you have snuck one of these kinds of episodes in. I don't know about that. I, I feel like it is. this is the, generally the movies I have recommended have been very interesting, good movies like the empty man oh by the way the empty man is on uh it's either hbo or netflix it's one of those go watch it because that movie is awesome yeah Uh, the empty man is good uh what's the one we watched pretty recently that was like weird and interesting oh uh the andrew garfield one yeah the under the silver lake yeah 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 under the silver lake was really good these are all movies i have recommended so i'm just saying i have not added like that many movies to just really I know, up. but the, I feel like my I need to Mulholland go Drive to might be my fault. Oh, dude, Mulholland Drive. <laughs> that might be my fault. That movie was so bad. Uh, no offense, fans of the movie, but that movie sucked. Uh, <laughs> so this is leaning more towards the Mulholland Drive end of the spectrum. But uh, you said it doesn't mean anything. I feel like they wanted it to mean a lot. Mahal- no, I said I said under the Silver Lake. No, like, Jupiter Ascending, you said this movie was like, I don't know what you said. You said something about Jupiter Ascending as like just what it is. And I think that they wanted it to mean a whole lot. They wanted it to be like a deep fantasy world building Matrix movie. I agree not- with you that they had the intention of doing that. And then they didn't. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> It feels like feels like a movie that is inspired is made by people who were inspired by the Matrix trilogy, quadrilogy, whatever, 
and then but could never make anything as good as that uh, and then you find out that the literally same people made it. They're literally like, the same people. Uh, <laughs> you're like, uh, how did so you yeah, do we're, that? <laughs> we're we're gonna we're gonna dive into Jupiter ascending, or at least as much as we can, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I don't know how this episode's gonna go. My notes are extremely scattered. I it could be a very I, shallow pool to dive into, or we could unravel it and i don't know i think i think it's gonna be a pretty shallow pool although <laughs> every time you and i have thought we were way to sell a the episode pool, we uh <laughs> we're still at the beginning you can't tell people it's gonna be a shallow pool <laughs> i can tell people what i want jake you're not my real dad <laughs> that's true <laughs> uh yeah this episode is basically just gonna be jake uh getting what he is predicting and has wanted. That's essentially what this episode is. It's going to make me so happy. It is. It is. Um, so it, it is. We're talking we Jupiter ascending. Folks. Yeah. It's such a weird movie that I needed you to see it. That was the main thing. It's, it's not the kind of movie that you just can't see. Uh, <laughs> for most people, maybe it is, but for us, I having had seen it and having had been like, what the, fuck am i watching I, those are the moments where i text you and i'd be like yep. have you seen this movie you need to see yep. it uh that is accurate <laughs> i do get those texts and that's usually your <laughs> i'll get the movie have you seen this no i was watching it and thought what the fuck am i watching and then thought i need to text dustin those those have been actual texts yeah folks. like that's a play real play. conversations I, it's <laughs> awesome uh yeah, so Jupiter Ascending. Um, so how would you uh, describe it to someone who has not seen it? Just like as a summary. Oh, man. If you're like, there's this movie, Jupiter Ascending, made by the Wachowskis. Okay. How, what, what would you say it is about? Okay. Because I really don't know. It's <laughs> <laughs> fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, I feel like the only way to summarize Jupiter Ascending is to dumb it down so much. Okay. Um, I would summarize it as uh, this young woman who hates her life mm -hmm. in Chicago. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Good guess. <laughs> uh, is unexpectedly thrown into... Uh, whole I lost it. Um, she like, her I was life, picturing all the different thoughts going through. Like I just had Channing Tatum roller skating through the sky. I can't fuck. Okay, Channing Tatum I'm jumping ahead, but, boy. Oh, okay. It, I've got some it, ranting to do. About I always it. think about uh, the movie White Christmas, where Danny Kaye is talking about the the brother of those two girls. Mm -hmm. And they're like, you mean the dog face boy? <laughs> <laughs> oh uh. man. Um, yeah. If you're not a fan of Channing Tatum, this movie will not change your opinion. <laughs> That's fair. Um, how would, uh, okay. I got to make it sound cheesy. Like they would do in Hollywood. So a, a young woman in Chicago who hates her life is suddenly, learns of a whole of her life's destiny mm -hmm. on an adventure 
that takes her to the edge of the universe. This is the gayest thing I've ever heard. It's it basically so stupid. I, <laughs> dude, it's Cinderella in space. It's not and, even Cinderella in space. Well, this it's, is like it tries to be some kind of. It's Cinderella in space. <sighs> if Cinderella was secretly royalty the whole time and not just marrying a royal guy, um, where she's basically clean. I'm a cleaning woman. She's a cleaning she woman, a cleaning woman. Who, who hates her life she and does hate uh, her life. And then discovers because aliens abduct her and tell her not like an, every alien abducted, abduction okay. you can think of. It's not that it tries to like connect all the dots of all. So the I got really you know. confused on the whole abduction. Yeah. Scene. Uh, I'm curious to hear if you can iron that I, one out for me okay. because I feel I, like <laughs> I anticipated most of this episode being, I was confused by this. What do you think that means? <laughs> So, so there's to... a fault. All right. I'm going to start. I'll start right here. Okay. Uh, that way this episode isn't just you and I randomly. Although, <laughs> folks, that is how a lot of our movie conversations, when it's not structured, go. Yeah. Where we literally jump from one part of a film to another. <laughs> you should have heard us after we watched. Uh, what was that Tom Holland movie you and I went and saw? Um, the one with Daisy Ridley? Yeah. The Yeah. The new one. Whatever that one Ish. is. That one. And well, also, we didn't know that it was part of a like series. A book, yeah, like, a whole book series. What was up with that alien? They never went right. back to. That was so confusing. Hey, I had that thought for like almost two hours. <laughs> oh, wait. That's the length of Jupiter ascending. <laughs> um, do we need to do like the movie dissection spoiler warning now? I mean, we Are might we as done, well. Guys, we're going to spoil this bad movie. Okay, we're spoiling the hell out of that it. That was the worst summary of all time. Feel free to watch it if you want. Uh, if you don't, That was not the worst summary of all time. I hit all the bullet points. She hates her life. She's in Chicago. Kind of. She gets taken on this crazy adventure into space. Don't make me play devil's advocate for Jupiter Ascending, but there are some semi-interesting sci-fi moments where it's about like harvesting planets and these people are like oh these own planets and they harvest them for the human are beings they gods are they they're, they're kind of like they're like they're royalty like but they're royalty alien but they're not. on like a space celestial level where they're kind of i got the vibe they were trying to go for like a like a roman mythology deity thing where it's like there's have all these complex stories and their family and all this stuff but they're they're gods but they're have the same problems that normal people have <laughs> that's what it's kind of like 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 bickering siblings and yeah. an emo brother who yeah. is possibly one of the least intimidating villains i've ever seen on screen <laughs> you're talking about uh eddie redmayne <sighs> yes when your whole character is the whole movie literally this He's I, whispering. I, I'm so angry. This is my planet. I'm, I needed subtitles, honestly. Earth. It's mine. <laughs> ah! It's my earth. Yeah. He goes from take it from me. He goes from whispering the whole time to yelling at the top of his like <laughs> I'm like, you're a good actor, bro. Like, <laughs> right. I don't but know some of what his this whispering, is. There's a couple lines that he has where as he's whispering. His like he's tensing his whole body up, and you know what I thought of? Hmm. I was like, man, that's that's almost the face, uh, tone, and like body shakes it's that you make good. when you're really trying to pinch a big shit out. 
and you're like trying to coach yourself through it without yeah. waking up the rest of the house. <laughs> like you got this, you got this. Right. You will take the shit. You will. Who does number two work for? Be free for? of you. Oh God. <laughs> Who does number two work for? <laughs> um, that's true. So, okay, getting back into it. Let's take this seriously. Uh, no. <laughs> we are going to spoil Jupiter Ascending. And we will. We absolutely will. everything. So if you haven't seen it, go ahead and see it. Or just continue listening. That's, that's your fair warning, I guess. It's, you do you, man. You do you. Well, I don't know that we can understand it enough to spoil anything huge. I feel like nothing huge actually happens in the whole movie. Accurate. Um, I feel every plot point that happens in the movie mm -hmm. you see coming from the opening credits uh, yeah. minus one plot point that fair warning folks you were going to hear me bitch about this whole episode <laughs> because it was possibly the dumbest fucking thing i have seen in a movie in a long time okay those goddamn gravity <laughs> boots okay let's talk about the gravity boots so fucking hate the gravity boots so uh, much i do too they're stupid <laughs> they're so stupid but playing devil's advocate of a terrible yeah movie, you are <laughs> uh, i did have the thought that most movies that are not well put together will have like a reference to something and then they use it once and it's like a macguffin in the movie that you're like oh that thing you referenced they, they finally used it they get mileage out of these gravity skates. Like, yeah, he uses them all the time. I'm so glad you called them skates. They're I so was trying to be nice. Um, <laughs> There's he's literally like hover skates. He's uh, and, he he's rollerblading in the sky. Yeah, literally, folks. And the rules about them are very shaky. Like he tries to clear. explain it and they make no sense at all. He uses a lot of big words. Most of this movie is big words or made up words that you don't understand. <laughs> and then he does dumb it down. He's like, down is easy, up is hard. I was like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> it means it's like, like that that's... sounds like a lot of personal problems, dude. That <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, but I was going to say that sounds like normal life. Like uh, for me, not I'm not saying I have problems with that but i'm saying like every person on the planet ju like <laughs> jumping off the earth is hard falling back down is easy like it's always going to happen yeah. so that doesn't explain to me how your boots hover. I, just, I couldn't believe like the first time they did it was so cringeworthy and i was mm. like oh god hopefully these things just don't like hopefully they don't like, use it you need to get shot times. off of his foot where they're disabled and you literally can't use them again like make yeah. this character utilize other shit around him you you know if he's yeah. this the action hero he's, he's got to be military superstar yeah he's got to be able to like adapt you know macgyver this shit yeah um nope no. he fucking skates everywhere the entire he's found movie. his niche and it's hover skates and a shield on his wrist on his wrist that is like super op that i feel like that's overpowered for all of you other people that aren't cool um He's the only one in the universe that has one. Apparently. That seems to have that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, how and, is, uh, how's nobody else having these shields? that? I also kind of had the thought, like every bad guy that fires a weapon at him. Mm -hmm. I was like, man, I wonder who's a worse shot. You guys or the stormtroopers, <laughs> because how you're not hitting him when uh -huh. he's behind 
possibly the galaxy's thinnest, smallest shield. Yeah. Like it, it's literally like a reap. Yeah. But he and he's that like, shit up. he's like moves perfectly and he barely ever gets shot. Uh, it, it is, they are shooting laser beams, which are as fast as light. Can't get any faster than that. And, but before we get too far away, they're from not that, humans. So they move at a different speed. That's true. They are lizard men. But before we get away from it, I will contend. And there is an article on our website, our blog called. It's true, there is. Go to moviebonus.com. There's one about stormtroopers are actually not bad shots. Uh, uh, by that the is way, a stereotype that is unfounded. I was uh, I was setting you up for that one because I felt like we, good we needed make. to promote. We do have blogs on our website. Go read them. They're in two blogs. Cool. Plural. Yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the idea was to put more, and I will at some point. But you know, we'll get around to it. We're forgetful. But the two that are there are very good. So they are good. They're really good. They're really good. Um, Obviously, yeah. we're biased, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, they're really good. Um, all right, let's let. I feel like I'm gonna try not to bitch about this stupid movie <laughs> for too long. But uh, uh, okay. We, we talked all about his boots, but we didn't talk about the fact that he... I When I was saying he was a dog face boy, I wasn't yeah, like he's saying he's ugly. Like, they uh, he, tried to make Barf from Spaceballs like <laughs> a badass, and you're like, you missed the point of Barf. He's yeah. supposed to be comical. He's supposed to be ridiculous and hilarious. <laughs> Not a badass with like weird ears and who randomly growls. Did you catch that? Yeah, he he's a, like he's a lichen something or other, not a lycanthrope, but he's a something or other lichen something. Uh, he's a splice. They use all these words to describe all these things, and I don't understand most of them. But he's essentially half human, half wolf, and he was bred for the military, and it makes him a very efficient soldier for some reason. He, they mentioned that he should be working with a pack. And uh, he's much better in like a unit like that, which makes sense. But I don't see any other lichen people. Uh, <laughs> but you never hear anything. All of them are. Of... <laughs> all the other people that seem to have wings and are legionnaires are these lizard guys. So I don't, they must have switched streams at some point. And they're like, you know what? The wolf men aren't working out. Let's go full lizard man. And uh, and so he's a relic of an ancient time, yeah, I guess. Like, what if we had dragons in space, but not actual dragons? Like, yeah. Fat lizards. <laughs> kind of like wings. Gargoyle type dudes. But lizards. Yeah. Not not like monster demon things. Yeah. Like crocodiles. Make them scalier. <laughs> yeah. That's basically what it's like. So he's You know what? Their wings need to be non-proportionate to their body. Yeah. Smaller wings. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, the, the wing thing is weird. So we are jumping so far. Well, I'm trying to stay on topic. So Kane Wise, the dog face boy, is the is the lichen dog guy. He doesn't have a pack. There's no other dog people in the universe. So he's essentially a lone wolf. Like Sean Sean Bean has this whole like thing about how oh he he he's supposed to be in a pack, but he's all by himself, and so that's made him like a, a better, more efficient killer and. And uh, so I'm like, oh, so he's a lone wolf. Just say he's a lone wolf. He's a lone wolf. And but he's also lost his wings because he uh, he used to have wings like the lizard men, but he had them 
taken from him because they were like cyber genetic military modified installed wings that he lost when he was court-martialed mm-hmm. and sean bean was his commanding officer who also got court-martialed because uh, he defended him when he bit a royal person yeah because it was his instinct to bite uh no they don't call him royalty they have some entitled like, entitled yeah yeah uh, he got punished for biting the entitled, like the mailman, basically. All right. And <laughs> and so uh, so they both got court-martialed and had their wings removed. His whole like thing is partly, oh, I'm a lone wolf, and partly, oh, I'm a guardian angel who needs to earn his wings back. Like that's his whole arc of like he's constantly saving Mila Kunis. He's constantly <laughs> flying on his hover boots. And uh, then he gets his wings back at the end and he's a guardian angel guy, basically. Yeah. Uh, one of the many things people, which I can already see all of you going, what? <laughs> and yes, this can't be a real movie. That is accurate. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hated the wing thing. I really, dude, there was so much. I could not believe this movie got made. I honestly <laughs> couldn't believe it got made, but, yeah. but there are a couple things that I did not hate and I actually had a thought about it. Um, but I don't know if I want to share it now or share it later. That way okay. people are like, Oh, Dustin didn't completely hate this movie. I did, <laughs> but not. <laughs> um, but, but before I get to all that, yeah. Um, I think, so I was trying to like, I watched it. I was, trying to make notes. I was reading, I was doing my usual thing. Right. And I was like, all right, I got to find out mm-hmm. where was the actual disconnect for the Wachowskis and their audience. Yeah. Because Wachowski fans. So matrix fans, we see that name Wachowski and you and I talked about this during the matrix episode and not just with them, but with like, M. Night Shyamalan and, you know, a handful of others. Yeah. When someone sets the bar, their bar so high and right. they, they put so much heart and so much like care into that, into the story that connects with the whole audience mm-hmm. almost unanimously, that is expected. Maybe not that exact story, but everyone expects kind of that same care to be taken kind of that same caliber to be met uh granted it's probably never going to be met every time (laughs) yeah eventually that bar kind of gets knocked down a few pegs it's just reality right um so i was like where did this like fall off so i started reading some articles on where people were losing interest in this movie and i saw one that i was like there it is. Cause I couldn't quite pinpoint like why. <laughs> I mean, there's so much in this movie that bothers me. Yeah. But I watch and enjoy plenty of movies that bother me, but I don't hate them. They just, yeah. they make a lot of bad choices. Where does it cross that line? Why? Yeah. Why does this one feel just like a, what the fuck? And I saw a thing where someone said this movie for an original story, completely original. Yeah. It feels like a bad adaptation of like, a a young adult novel. Yeah. And I saw that and was like, Oh shit. (laughs) That's why it felt like I genuinely connected to that article and that one of the many reasons. Yeah. I was like, that's exactly how this feels. 
it feels like there's so many huge points for all these characters that would have been in a book or a whole yeah. series right. that was completely omitted. Uh, so the movie, the editing in the film, I think is actually the thing I hate the most of the whole movie because okay. it was like, it felt like this was probably originally either the setup for a franchise, yeah. which I couldn't find any confirmation on that actually. Mm. Um, or it was originally like a three, three and a half hour movie that mm -hmm. the studio was like, no, <laughs> yeah. We're, there's we're so much. All of this. There's so much heavy, like world building stuff that they just throw out. Like you should know what they're talking about, right? It definitely feels like that. So when I when I made that connection, saw that article, and realized like that's my biggest beef. It's the editing and just yeah, the way so many plot points, uh, story and character developmental things everything they get mm. quick hints and then there's no follow through and right I, I was like that's that's my biggest beef with this movie is it just felt like there's no follow through throughout the entire thing mm -hmm. and then they sum it all up into the most cliched like cheese fest of all time <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah i totally know what you're saying i love fantasy movies and fantasy stories but i i hate like forced fantasy and yeah a lot of that where it's like i i'm just gonna for a force a ton of lore and and words that you don't know what they mean and you're supposed to just know what this story is about or figure it out over time and it doesn't really make any sense or they intentionally make normal words more cool or sci-fi <laughs> they, they try to put a sci-fi spin on a normal like yeah. phrase or word like yeah. there's a there's a time where uh channing tatum's character he calls the universe the verse and i'm like the whole sentence you just said was already confusing <laughs> and now you're putting the verse in there and i could have understood that but i didn't like, because it's, it's just the slang worst. word guys yeah <laughs> It's like, oh, you're so cool. This writer suck. Oh, it's the Wachowskis. <laughs> oh, you shit. are good. You can be good. Why are you not good right Why now? Why are you not good? <laughs> yeah, I. that was my big disconnect. I, I will say, like, I thought, I think they ended up putting a lot more attention and detail into, like, the design of the other mm -hmm. worlds, like the backdrops, the sets. Yeah, even some of, I I actually really really dug their version of like the gray aliens, the ones that yeah. do the actual. I thought their design on them, I mm -hmm. dug. I thought that was cool. They're creepy mm -hmm. as hell. I mm -hmm. thought they made sense. They fit with what was going on, and because of them, I was like, okay, <laughs> let's expand on that. Like that's yeah. a cool concept. Who are their like? I want to see their masters. Let's uh, let's get away from this humanoid <laughs> thing. Let's see like something other than a dog man, and and Eddie Redmayne looking like he's constipated. <laughs> um, and then we got the winged lizard guys, and I was like, oh god. And then they spoke, and I was like, oh, it gets worse. Oh, <laughs> it's it's actually like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I I liked the gray alien guys a lot. I wanted to like so there's this whole like sub thing about this movie where they're trying to explain 
aliens, like aliens in pop culture, like all the things that you know about them, they throw into this movie and try to connect the dots so that you have like some like belief that this movie could actually be in the real world with all the mm-hmm. stuff that you know they're like oh there are these aliens that abduct people and yes they look exactly like these gray aliens these short little green martian men uh they look like that and they uh they have these like gravity guns that will shoot like this force uh air or whatever and it knocks down the corn so that it looks exactly like corn uh, crop circles and all this stuff they're like trying to connect all things they're like oh if uh they they can have all these huge interactions with the real world and then they can erase your memory Mm -hmm. and if there's some huge event and they don't erase everybody's memory that's okay because even the ones that they miss nobody will believe when they tell them they saw aliens and i'm like this is all stuff in the real world that i recognize but it sounds worse all of a sudden it just sounds so forced yeah and i think because they do that with like the matrix they do like Mm -hmm. they connect Mm -hmm. real world to the machine world like all the folklore and all that they do that and they tried to replicate it here but it failed here and i think why it failed so much was they put too much like spectacle they yeah. put, it, it actually felt forced. Whereas with the Matrix, everything, every note they hit was like, "Oh, that makes sense." Oh no, yeah, is this real? Like so the, to, to this the point day, where people still believe <laughs> that we might be living in the Matrix, right? <laughs> like, could this be a real thing? Whereas, if you think like, too hard about it, Jupiter it. Ascending just kind of felt like, "Oh, you're trying to be clever, and it's yeah. obvious." Oh no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're forcing I, uh, it too much. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. When they did that, like that aerial shot, and you saw the the crop circle. Yeah. First thought I had was like, "Where the fuck did that come from?" <laughs> and I was like, "Wait a minute!" So I like rewound it a little bit. Uh-huh. And was like, "Do they show them making it?" And the only thing they show is them shooting their guns. Yeah. And I was like, "But none of their shots going." Like, he shoots that one her. gun and it like blows the her down and it also blows down all of the corn it does, to like it does, a circle. But like that's where their uh, their dimensions kind of falter a little bit because they're mm. not that big. Yeah. But when they do the aerial shot, it's a crop circle. And as everyone knows, the crop circles are massive. Yeah. So I just felt I was like, <laughs> is that did the ship make it? Was the ship parked there? And I was like, <laughs> no, no, it's not. They're okay, that's yeah. It was a forced reference. All right. Um, yeah. I did find myself thinking. So when they get to like the action piece, which I'm jumping ahead, but okay. whatever. Sure. Uh, the giant chasing shootout. Which one? In the air over there's, Chicago. The first one? big one. The first <laughs> okay. big one. The big there's one like, with Channing Tatum. There's like three big chase space scenes true but the, and, the first uh, one in chicago when yeah. uh channing tatum like rescues yeah. mila kunis and she's like being whipped around uh where you know physics are completely omitted because yeah. she would have died so <laughs> many times if it's not yeah. from whiplash her limbs would have been ripped off at the speed that they're going yeah um she's constantly falling from something and always gets caught by him at the end. Yeah. It feels like the like the original Superman, the Christopher Reeve Superman, where he catches Lois Lane. <laughs> and I feel like I saw like an animated edit where she just like 
he tries to catch her and she just like her body fl- blows <laughs> through his arms and uh, she is cut in half. It would be like that. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit. Um, <laughs> but that whole like giant chasing, I, I, I kept coming back to a couple things. One, it really went on forever. Yeah. To the point where I was like, how is this still happening? This reminds me of stuff. And then I was like, oh my God. This mm-hmm. reminds me of the pod race, and it reminds me of the whole opening scene of the <laughs> of episode two, yeah, uh, Attack of the Clones, the giant chasing. I was like, it goes on forever, and it's still <laughs> happening. It like they're yeah. still going in the same circles. No one's learning anything. <laughs> um, and then I, I was like, all this damage—they're like blowing up, like full-on skyscrapers. Cars are getting crushed and completely blown up completely blown up like people are obviously dying right i was like how the fuck are they gonna like and then i thought are they really gonna do like a mass mib moment where they're like we erase everyone's memory they can't do that that's exactly no one will remember and those that do people will think are crazy it's already being rebuilt behind me and she's like no way and he's like look and she does and you see it being rebuilt they yeah. did that shot, and my thought was like, oh, dear God. Yeah. You rebuild a building, that. but you're not undoing what happened. <laughs> I was like, what about all those like smashed bodies now? <laughs> yeah. Like People are going to see and be like, huh? Like, little Billy's mom's not going home tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that car is still destroyed, and if you fix the car, you're not resurrecting the smashed human being. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but they, I was like, oh, they, they really they really did yeah. that. It's oh. a literal men in black flash of light <laughs> to make you forget everything. But again. But they don't erase your devices. You, any photos you took of them <laughs> you stay can, around. They're like, yeah. you know what? You can have that one. That's on us. <laughs> yeah. It'll, they'll just be confused. They we should have been more out. careful, I guess. <laughs> um, I was hoping they were going to show more of like that like the cool technology like the whole the the gray aliens being able to you like morph themselves into a human hide themselves behind that kind of uh you know when they're all disguised as the nurses when they're oh yeah. yeah yeah i was hoping for like i was like more did of that. that happen in this movie? <laughs> it does it really does yeah does. i was hoping for more of like let's see some of that technology because that's kind of cool let's see the aliens actually like yeah i was like she's got to learn how they infiltrate yeah. These planets, how hide they among like, us, you know, they've been talking Some about harvesting, right? And I was like, they they showed them harvesting a, a planet, which is essentially killing it, yeah, and, and like it's keeping bodies below ta- their platform, taking all of the people off of it, uh, killing them as if they're like harvesting cattle or whatever, yeah, to make their like serum that makes them live forever, which we'll get to later, but. While we're talking about the aliens in the hospital room, uh, did you feel like I did where she's in the hospital room, she's about to get her eggs harvested, also harvested, um, for money, and uh, they like... Which I was confused on that. (laughs) You don't know that you can harvest eggs? No, no, I did, but my confusion was like, so her dad... Is that her dad? No, her head. Her dad's dead. Her, her dad's, dad's dead. Died the, at the beginning. The is guy. Well, I don't, the the head of the household. Oh, I don't know who he is. Yeah, I, some uncle or something. And I, I was know. like, okay, 
we're going to backtrack because we're going to try and map <laughs> and figure this out. Okay. Okay. We're backtracking. We're coming back to her, the aliens. Her, her mom and dad fell in love yes, in Russia. The dad dies. The dad dies trying to save his telescope from he's getting burgled. Yes. He tries to save it. He gets shot she, before she's born while her mom's pregnant. Yeah. Her mom leaves the country, gives birth to her. She's an illegal alien. That's the whole thing. That starts That's like the, movie. the very first line. Technically, yeah. I'm an illegal alien. Yeah. I was like, I'm an oh, alien. Please don't be this kind of movie. <laughs> yeah. Which they never come back to. It. <laughs> I'm like, are you an alien from space? No, you're just an alien from Russia. Not really an alien from space. I was very confused for a long time. So, yeah, they get to the new world. They get to America, become cleaning people. Her mom, her mom is still alive. Her mom is there. Yeah. Her mom and her aunt, but she has yeah. a close relationship with her aunt, according to her voiceover. Yeah. Uh, Must be her aunt's husband. But then maybe? she never really interacts with her aunt. She has a couple no. lines with her aunt, but she does not interact with the aunt. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so they're the three of them live in this tiny studio apartment. Yeah. In Chicago. Right? And then, and then they show them all like going downstairs into this big home. Where they're all gathered around the the table, and I was like, "Wait a minute, I'm lost. Like, where did these people come from, and who the yeah. fuck are they?" And then she's talking to the guy, mm-hmm. her cousin, and they he's like, "You got to do this for money. You're not going to back out, right?" And I was like, "Oh, she's selling drugs. Like, oh shit. Okay, <laughs> this could be interesting. Making yeah. bad life choices that she'll have to like contend with later on. Ooh, this could be interesting. Mm-hmm. Nope her her cousin." Family member, yeah, is asking her to harvest her eggs to get money for him. Well, that is the most confusing thing. Her harvesting her eggs, she's getting about fifteen thousand dollars, but for some reason, he gets ten thousand dollars and she only gets five. Okay, and they don't explain it all. She's like, Why is this happening? and he's like, It's capitalism, baby. And I'm like, That doesn't explain it at all. <laughs> Other than the fact that I feel like part of this movie is anti-capitalism, but that doesn't explain it at all. Like, <laughs> why do you get ten thousand dollars? Are you setting it up? Like, it's a normal clinic. Like, she just made an They're appointment. Not your eggs, man. What she made an fuck? appointment and went in, and then I just they thought, get like, her money. The only I, I kept trying to figure out why. Yeah. Why just in for the having creative the room <laughs> when when the Wachowskis are like bouncing writing ideas off of each other, mm-hmm. right? So what should we have her do? What we gotta get her into a clinic, right? Into the doctor's office. What no, should we do? It like, started just, at no, it started no, no, no. at her dad had a telescope and it's a really nice gold telescope. She needs to like find it because it was stolen. Yes. Oh, Maybe she gets it on eBay. They go to eBay. But she shit. can't afford it on eBay. Shit, shit. these telescopes on eBay are like $4,000. What can you do shit. to get that much money quickly? Sell your eggs. Oh, but when you sell your eggs, you get way more than $4,000. You get like $15,000. So how do we like bring that Because we don't want her to like have wealth. Yeah. We don't want her to have like ever. a bunch of extra money that she can use for like rent and all this stuff and not be poor anymore. So what if she spent almost all of it, like five, four thousand dollars out of the five thousand on a telescope and then just gave the ten thousand to her cousin for no reason? You know what? Great idea. Print it. That's but, the movie. But 
There needs to be a catch. What's the catch? Well, she's got to put the $4,000 in before mm -hmm. she ever goes to the clinic. Like the day before? No. Like <laughs> a while before she decides she's even going to actually do it. Oh, yeah. cool. <laughs> no, what else is going to happen? We're going to set it up where the aliens are looking for her friend. Her yeah. friend's name, her friend's fate. Like they want her friend. She's going to go to the clinic, use her friend's alias mm -hmm. this one time. The aliens will mix them up. Okay, I, but then it's on did, purpose I didn't understand because they know that it's Jupiter. It's her that's the lineage. Yeah. Yes. Does this make sense? No. No. Movie. <laughs> I didn't understand any of this. I was trying I'm so, so hard. Either I was like, wait. I was, try <laughs> I was trying so hard to figure it out because they talk about how they found this girl they found the heir or what do they call it regeneration recurrence. the regeneration of the mom or the queen or she's whatever. essentially a reincarnated version of this old alien lady and they believe that she's an exact dna reincarnation of that person um and so they say that they found her and before you know anything you before you know what re re recurrence is before you know what anything is they start mm -hmm. saying these words to you and then they yeah they give this one name and like we found her we i think they say they got a print of like her yeah like and so they i was have, like in like they have conclusive evidence yeah. it's the friend yeah, and so they give her name, and then uh, Eddie Redmayne's like, "Go find the friend," and so he does. They do, and uh, but you then the slam to the next scene where you realize the person with that name is just this chick who is like, who, who the who Mila Kunis works for, like she's cleaning her house, and so in my wants mind, to have some kind of like lesbo relationship with her. She's what? like completely undressing in front of her. She's a cleaning lady. She's not like hitting on her. She's no, like but she's dressed. like, look at me. Aren't I hot? It's just the two of them. You are projecting <laughs> that you think she's hot. She is not like trying to be hot. She's just getting dressed. <laughs> Would you? You're cleaning lady. It's just okay. Maybe not she, you like, and your cleaning lady. Like it's she's a young, <laughs> like a, a. She's a peer. She's like. She's like her age. They're similar ages. They're she's trying to be friendly. She's like, you work for me. I don't see you as like a threat because you're my, you know, subordinate. You're my employee. And uh, I'm trying to get dressed to meet this rich guy who's going to propose to me. So she's just trying to get dressed. And yeah, she happens to be naked most of the scene. And yeah, she may be attractive, but that's not the point. And I don't think she's hitting on her, but maybe she is. I don't understand most of this. Most of this I, I was just like, I wouldn't be surprised because it is Wachowski. So I feel yeah, like it's true. for scenes, especially like setups like that, yeah. the harvesting the eggs, the, yeah. the money, like there's a lot of moments in it where I was like, <laughs> are they trying to like make a social yeah. point? There were a lot of those, like, across. there's a part where, we're bouncing around, but there's a part where yeah. Kane gets shot and he's bleeding, and Mila Kunis is like, oh, lucky for you, a woman owns this car, and she pulls out a maxi pad out of the glove compartment. Yeah, yeah! <laughs> and, like, puts it over, and I'm like, first of all, that's terrible first aid, and second of all, I feel like that's definitely social commentary, like... I didn't know like at what point of the Wachowski's life this was, because I didn't remember like when they became... Lady the, Wachowski's. 
Yeah. They transitioned. And this came out like after Cloud Atlas. So they and, and they, they did didn't do their transitions since. before Cloud Atlas. Okay. Yeah. So they're full on Lana. So they are now. women now. Yeah. And yeah. Allegedly. And <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, so <laughs> they're, at, they're at the apartment. And uh and so it seems like I'm thinking because she's the cleaning lady. She must have left her print on a glass she drank while she was working there or up the countertop or something. Okay. And that's what the aliens somehow got. I don't know how they would know to go there to get that information. Hey, man, but, it's DSI. And so they're like, oh, this lady owns this apartment. It must be her print. She must be the heir apparent to the entire universe. So, okay. uh, so that's why they went to get her. But then they like probe her. <laughs> realize it's not her and uh or at least i think i didn't know what you just said where <laughs> she used she used her friend's name she at the uses clinic. her friend's name at the clinic she does okay. not go in and say my name's jupiter she uses her friend's name that the aliens were like this is the lady we need so then i don't we'll understand at her. all i don't understand at all why the aliens didn't abduct the girl the first time because they definitely right. like they have well, her because like, they're, they're starting to, and then uh, Mila Kunis or Jupiter, yeah, um, interrupts the abduction and they like scatter because she takes well, the photo of them. They just zap her with the memory thing and she forgets, right? But they run, they, they bail. They could have taken the girl, just make her forget, take the girl, boom, done, done, take they the don't, phone. They don't you do know, that for they some leave. CSI alien dudes that know to pull fingerprints. <laughs> Yeah, I think they would remember. Get that phone; it yeah. has evidence. <laughs> remember that time that she was taking a photo. You live in space, and you have all this technology, but you don't know how cameras work. They're like, "Oh my god, a bright light! What the yeah. fuck?" Just because her phone rang and you found her, it's not like it's just a phone; like it has a camera on it. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so they leave her. But I guess that does make sense. She. She uses her friend's name at the clinic. They try to abduct her again at the clinic. They, even though she's a completely different person now, completely different person. And if I remember right, there's a line from one of them that's like, "Yes, this is her. This is yeah. the one we need." And you're like, "Completely like one's blonde and, so and one's not." I thought that is because they did like a blood test or some DNA thing to actually get real stuff. Maybe they did another Maybe. fingerprint thing if that's all they have. I don't know. I but, don't know. Like the whole. That whole but, sequence, man. I was like, there was no wait. like, oh, we fucked up the first time. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, this is totally her. We knew well, that. And I was expecting to like, this isn't the one we need. And then someone accidentally, like, as they're pulling the blood, yeah. to be like, wait, this is like, I was expecting that, but no, they're totally just like, yes, you were totally expecting a movie chick, that made sense. It's her, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So back to the moment where I was trying to ask you before in the. <laughs> clinic room they like levitate her like the original girl mm -hmm. flip her over so she's like hovering on her stomach and then there's like that over the shoulder shot of the doctor and there's kind of some like she's wearing a hospital gown so it's kind of yeah. like up and i was like are they gonna probe her right now oh yeah <laughs> i got that hard probe vibes and uh they don't 
The, they don't. They don't. The dog face boy comes. Yeah, Channing Tatum her. comes air skating in in the <laughs> nick of time for, for like, no okay. reason. No reason. He just like <laughs> boom. Here well, I am shooting shit up. And I guess I like, uh, came to rescue you. I guess he is like a bounty hunter now. He's trying to find her. Like he's actually looking for her, like right. the gray men are. But, but still, it just seems so like <laughs> out of the blue. Why are you here? And I was like, oh. So they couldn't think of a reason to like cleverly get them together. Yeah. So he just burst through the door. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool entrance, yeah. bro. Cool and like he skates through the door. Like he literally skates on the ceiling. People, I don't think you're understanding what yeah. we're telling you. you think about how like, dumb roller skating looks. <laughs> like, <laughs> like not just roller skate. You need to look at like middle schoolers. <laughs> at a skate rink yeah like the indoor like the cool place that we went as little kids right yeah. we thought we were badass skating around in big circles to ymca and mm. the ghostbusters thing like that yeah but channing and, tatum with and then you do it guts. for six minutes and you're like i'm just going in a circle this is not that interesting like what if i went fast so you know how you do that <gasps> yeah <laughs> that's channing literally tatum. channing tatum that whole movie. <laughs> he does it a lot. I'm not going to lie. If you're only listening to this episode, you should probably be watching it because we're pantomiming Channing Tatum <laughs> skating. Uh, yeah. So I feel like we explained that. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's on the same page. Everyone. Yeah. So she she is the re- recurrence of this woman who apparently was the mother of these three different children they are eddie redmayne the whisperer and then a daughter and a son and these three siblings are like space royalty who own planets and uh they're extremely wealthy like exceedingly wealthy yeah and you can never tell if the brother and sister are also villains or yeah conniving or just like bad people or good people <laughs> um well then there's like, like an act of betrayal and you're like oh he's a bad guy and then you're like wait he's a kind of not like what why is he married what <laughs> the fuck yeah so the one brother that's not eddie redmayne the other one he kind of like they have at the very beginning this conversation about how he inherited their mother's heart and he's mm-hmm. like has like you know he's more caring and empathetic towards civilizations um you find out the that was a lie like that's not true at all and uh, he just wants to kind of take over and steal earth from his brother because his brother owns earth his mother used to own earth but apparently still does so the main thing is that so, his, well, but the mother died eddie redmayne got it yeah but, but she she also wrote into her will the outside chance that she could like be reincarnated in the future if she is she leaves all of her stuff to herself if she yeah. ever comes back and apparently this happens like once every oh, 100,000 years or something sure. that all of your same genes realign and you get reincarnated was, as somebody i got i got when they started talking about all the reoccurrence mm-hmm. um i got heavy like are the wachowskis like into scientology because <laughs> this is 
not not exactly like yeah. the the goofy Scientology part, but like there's some parallels mm. that they're throwing down, and it's just making it worse. You're exploring some weird <laughs> shit that doesn't make any sense. Like, and and I kept trying to figure out, like, okay, so the siblings are all trying to figure out how they will be the last ones to own planet earth. And I was like, all right, so that means planet mm-hmm. earth has to be like incredibly powerful. Like it's gotta be just like, there's something super special about it's like earth. the crown jewel of right. the universe. And then they never talk about like why earth is so significant other yeah. than, well, we have to get the earth girl here. Yeah. Bam. <laughs> yeah. And it's not the only planet with human beings on it. They harvest right. other planets all the time. And I, yeah, I don't really get why Earth is so special, other than the audience knows what Earth is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. This would have been, I think, a good moment. And this will be a crazy thing to say. Uh, this would have been a good moment for the Wachowskis to take a page out of George Lucas's book and just create their own planet. If this was the whole idea, I think it would have worked better. Yeah. If earth was not in the picture, I think you have your, then you can have all those references that everybody knows. You don't want those goddamn (laughs) references, (laughs) but yes, I, I kind of like, I got that feeling where I was like, are they trying to set up some new mm-hmm. like Star Warsian saga? Yeah. Like what are they trying to do here? And I really did think, man, if if they omitted Earth completely, kept all these weird alien creatures, right? Yeah. Just omit Earth, have some other humanoid girl who's the reoccurrence. Yeah. I think it actually would have worked better <laughs> just for storytelling purposes. Yeah. Because then people aren't trying to connect Earth <laughs> and our reality to this insane fucking story. <laughs> yeah, but you're, you're trying to tell people, you're trying to get people to buy in that she's from Earth, she cares about Earth, and that's why she does the thing she does and gets conned into marrying mm-hmm. this guy, which we'll get to. Um, but I totally agree with you. It's also it's confusing to also try to get people to buy into the fact that. Oh, remember aliens and everything you've ever heard of them? They're real. Uh, there's a bunch of aliens in outer space. They own these other planets. They harvest these planets, which means killing all the people on these planets. And uh, and and human beings on Earth are from those people. And we came to Earth and killed all the dinosaurs. Remember dinosaurs? You know about dinosaurs. Um, yeah, that's an actual get, part, people. Get rid of all of that and just be like. Here's a girl from a planet. Uh, she is a reincarnated royalty of all these people that own all these planets. And they're going to destroy that planet unless she marries this guy. Boom. Bam. Or story makes a lot more sense. Boom. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. We just simplified the hell out of that. Yeah. It's confusing. As crap. It would have been way more like cohesive. <laughs> yeah. So uh, she goes in to space. I was going to talk about her marrying that guy. I guess there's stuff. We haven't even explained her her whole process of going to space, which is one of the most ridiculous (laughs) like sequences. Her claiming her royalty. Yeah. Was (laughs) like borderline and fury. So she's, she's rescued by 
Kane Wise, the dog face boy, and he's trying to get her into space. His ship was destroyed. That was the whole fight in Chicago that you talked about. Uh, so he goes to Sean Bean's house, his good buddy, Sean Bean. He skates all the way there. No, he actually drives a car. No, he, um, they drive a car. He is an a ordinary... fantastic vehicle driver for being oh. an alien space dog boy. <laughs> it's true. He can handle the old tech. Uh, <laughs> so they get to this farm that is covered in bees. And there's like bees everywhere. More bees than I've ever seen. And apparently Sean Bean knows him. He knows Sean Bean. They were buddies in the war or whatever. And uh, and Sean Bean raises all these bees. And the bees clue them in to the fact that she is actually the queen of the universe and owns Earth and all these planets. She is royalty because they move in some uniform pattern because around they her. like yeah they like flock to her she's like a magnet for the bumblebees sean bean like, says bees don't lie like they're not saying anything what are you talking about bees don't lie <laughs> yeah his his speech about bees not lying and how like i forget what he says but the whole speech i was like they're bees have you ever yeah. watched bees like they're cool they're cool yeah but have you ever watched bees just flying like around? Yeah. It's pretty like, eh, eh, yeah. Eh. I mean, if they all fly the same direction, I would pay attention, but I would. I think they were trying that... to like parallel, like the queen bee. You know how bees flock to her and do what they oh need. Oh my god, I never got that. Which <laughs> the queen? Don't feel bad if she's the queen. She's bee, the queen. She bee. must be the queen. She's of the queen the bee. She's like she's the new mean girl. Because that's what they call the group of girls and mean girls. Yeah, I got it. Bee. Yeah, I got it. Uh, so that's a good movie. If, I should read that. That's a good movie, guys. Do does that mean that bees recognize all queens? If you're the queen of England, the bees recognize you. If no, you're the queen of no, it can only be the space goddess. Mom, you have to be the queen of the planet. Queen, at the least. queen of the the universe, or at least this section. Yeah, of the unit because they never quite explain if it's like the entirety. Yeah, do you own like, like Earth and Mercury and right? Like, Titan how are it? the? You never find out. <sighs> They're alien loving bees, dude. They love their okay. alien queen. Maybe bees are also alien, and they came with uh-huh. the people when they killed the dinosaurs. And they like Maybe. know each other. You know what a good or question like would be? The lizard men with wings, except smaller. You know what a good question would be? What? Those bees that flock to alien queens, right? Yeah. Would they flock to the queen xenomorph? Because that <laughs> bitch be crazy. That's true. That doesn't get a better bitch queen than uh, the xenomorph queen. Yeah. So I'd be uh, curious. Do they do, they do that? Or, or would they... Actually, I can't remember if it's a queen. It is the queen. Would they flock to the queen mega alien from the Independence Day sequel? Would they flock to that bitch? Because she's I also kind of off her rocker. The Independence Day sequel. Yeah, you didn't miss much. Um, what's that movie? It's a little not, more like cohesive than this one, but not Cocoon, but the one that has like all of the. Oh, I'm thinking of Species. I don't think Species has any like insects in it. Never mind. 
take it. Well, back. she's not like even a queen though. She's no. just like a super horny. Well, she's like an alien person though. Yeah, she's an alien lady who's like crazy yeah. horny and is like, I just need to get fucked, and <laughs> so she does. We may have seen different versions of cocoon. <laughs> you said species. Oh yes, species. <laughs> I was thinking. Species. I kind you of said was con- not cocoon. I think I was com- species. I was combining cocoon, species, and the fly in my mind. And I was like, this is the perfect allegory to the connect to this movie, but that movie doesn't exist. So that'd be mind. an interesting one. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they are at the Sean Bean's house and he's giving all this backstory of the movie. Yep. And uh, that's all that really happens. They get attacked by these mercenaries who are also trying to capture her. They do. They make crop circles. Boom. She's captured. She goes to space. (laughs) And so she's in space. She meets with the sister who seems genuinely fairly nice, just kind of misguided in the sense that she's spoiled and rich and used to living in this lifestyle. And so she's just used to it as if it's normal. Um, She talks to Jupiter about, about what the world and the rest of the, like outside of the atmosphere is like. And my favorite is she tells her all about their whole uh, their whole uh, regenerative system where they have this technology where they uh, are able to live for thousands of years, thousands of millennia. I think she yeah, says. it's like it's like plastic surgery for aliens, but it's real quick. Like, yeah, look, she, the wrinkles are gone. She's able to take like a bath in this serum and it essentially euthanizes her not euthanize that's actually killing <laughs> uh, it makes her younger <laughs> more youthful it, is what it I de-ages meant. her de-ages Correct. her yes that's <clears throat> it de-ages her and uh and she's like we are able to live for th- thousands of years or maybe even thousands of millennia i think she says that um and in my mind if you know anything about like you know trying to earn money, save money, invest money. The most important thing is time. So if you are alive for thousands of years, of course you're rich. Like you would be an idiot if you weren't rich by that long. So of course they're old enough or like rich enough to own planets and stuff. That's fine. That makes sense. But she gives this whole like dialogue about like how when you have all the resources in the universe, you realize that the most important resource and precious resource is time. And, and I'm like, you're telling me that if I had every other single resource to, like that I owned it, then I would find time useful. That doesn't also, like, that doesn't mean that time's actually valuable. It means that all of the valuable stuff I already have, so then I would want time also. That's what that means. But then I realized you are able to live for hundreds of thousands of years, so time is only valuable if it's pretty rare. Uh, right, right. It's obviously not valuable because you can, you can live as long as you want. And so that whole conversation doesn't make any damn sense. Well, that whole, that's like, basically, I think she pops up one more time in the movie, mm-hmm. but that's like it for that character, which is one of my many moments of like, was there more? Cause I feel like her character to me, I got the sense that they were like building the sister up. Like, okay, she's going to show up 
yeah probably be a significant player in this film maybe come back and save her be the like, good one womp, have a conscience. that was it hope you got what we were trying to say do you know what you were saying <laughs> yeah no one does <laughs> and then the yeah her um and then like channing tatum shows up again and everyone seems to be like all right, we're all together, but I'll be grumpy because you took her, but I guess it was for a good cause, <laughs> but we don't know why you took her. What the hell's going on? Yeah. I'm just going to scowl, and now we're going to go through the process of Jupiter claiming her title, her land. It's when she ascends. Did you catch that? <clears throat> oh my god! So the movie is called Jupiter Ascending, right? And it's then... almost like they give away the whole point of that character in the title, <laughs> and then she goes through this like very arduous bureaucratic process of getting her paperwork in order and getting her titles and her, which felt her like back. oh, this is supposed to be like a bad ripoff of Hitchhiker's Guide, yeah. But the difference being Hitchhiker's Guide is witty; it's yeah. silly. It's funny. It's it part fits. of a very silly story. Cohesive as this, well. yes, <laughs> yeah. For as ridiculous as Hitchhikers is, yeah, you get it yeah. pretty much from the get go. Yeah. Um, this one, that whole part of her like going to each desk and then being like, mm -hmm. "Oh, now you have to get this paper. Oh, now you have to get this form." Mm -hmm. I was like, if they do one more fucking desk like this. <laughs> I'm going to scream. Yeah. <laughs> and then they did like five more. <laughs> like, God damn it. But the Android guy that like shows up to help her go through that. He says, I'm here to help you through your Ascension process. And I was like, Oh, your Ascension process, your Jupiter ascending at this moment. It's very funny. No. Um, but <laughs> uh, the, I don't know how many times you watched this movie. I watched it twice. I tried to watch it twice, Jake. <laughs> I watched it twice. I hadn't seen it in a long time, so I watched it the first time just straight through. And then I watched it the second time with subtitles for Eddie Redmayne's Whispering. Hey, and my and I, uh, I was kind of surprised because I felt like, like you said, every time they need to go to the desks, every, every fight scene, every space battle just goes on forever. I was like, this is ridiculous. Rewatching it and trying to take notes and stuff, it weirdly moved pretty quick. I was like, they're trying oh, to really? pack. Yeah, I was like, they're trying to pack a lot of stuff in. I don't know why it feels so long when you're actually paying attention. <laughs> I wasn't really paying attention before, like at the second time. I was just taking notes and watching it and listening to the sub watching the subtitles because I didn't know what he was saying. But it's it was weird. I was like, this is moving faster than I remember. Yeah. It's very weird. Cause that first time going through it, I was like, wow. This is like never ending, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, so the second time I tried to watch it, I say I tried twice because I fell asleep during it because <laughs> I was tired. And mm -hmm. I was like, I was already a little disgruntled that I was going to force myself to rewatch it. <laughs> I won't lie. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'll watch it. I'll, I'll like, there were a couple points that I was like, I really just want to see these like mm -hmm. moments again, see if I catch something different in this, but the uh, abduction scene was one of them. And I didn't yeah. make it through that one. And I learned nothing new. <laughs> I was still just as lost as I was the first time I watched it. You at least uh, got her name. I didn't even figure that. Out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I fell asleep. And, right. then, and then I was like, 
Yeah, I'm not going to rewatch that again. <laughs> I was like, I already know the bullet points that I wanted to touch on. I already know what I'm going to say. Like, I, yeah. I just got to put my notes down and we're good. And then I procrastinated on notes because I was like, I'm going to start prepping for our next one, even though I've got a little <laughs> while. But I, I want to do that one. Yeah, so I, I focused on that a little more. I kind of, I kind of, <laughs> I really did not like this movie. <laughs> That's fair. I kind of did that too. Where I was like, "Oh, I'm interested in this next episode. I'll just <laughs> skip over. I'll wing it when we do the episode. It'll be fine." Hey, I got my notes, man. I got my notes. Or yeah, I got my notes. <laughs> um, so, but I think one of the key moments that we need to touch on before we forget is after he she meets with the sister. She meets the brother yeah. and he's like, oh, I actually secretly uh, don't agree with my family's whole industry. My family is rich because they harvest these planets, which means killing all these people and taking their life force cells, I don't know, mm-hmm. and, and condensing it into these things that they use to make the baths that make them young, like give them infinite yeah. life or whatever. And he's like, my mom had a change of heart at the end. That's why they murdered her. That's you. You're her, remember? And uh, and then I also am try am like I have the same feeling, and I'm trying to like get ahead of it or do something. He doesn't really say what he's doing, um, but he's like, people are going to murder me because of it. So we need to get married so that you can have all that I have. I guess when I get murdered. He tries to trick her into marrying him. Right, and he's like, this has nothing to do with love. I could not care less about you, but we need to do (laughs) this for formality. And you're like, what? Yeah, good sales pitch, bro. (laughs) He's like, I know you're in love with the dog face guy. And I'm like, she is? (laughs) Oh, dude, you didn't catch on that? Oh, my God. (laughs) They're first, like, right after the big Chicago fight scene, roller skating across the sky. Immediately after, I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. They're going to do some stupid romantic angle between these two, aren't they? It is a very forced romantic angle. And it is. It might be one of the most, like, forced, just blatantly, this is a studio move. This has to be a studio move right here. (laughs) If it's not, the Mm -hmm. only other option that it can be is that the Wachowskis were like, it worked with neo and trinity so we're gonna do it again right difference being neo and trinity have chemistry and that one actually does kind of like will subtly hint and it it, and then the audience will be like oh my god love conquers (laughs) all it's awesome yeah this one (laughs) is weird because he's a dog man but you know what (laughs) that's not even the weirdest part for me i could buy into the fact that she's in love with the dog man they're like bestiality is okay with us (laughs) i i that i didn't like focus on that so much as the fact that it didn't make any sense to me it makes no sense even even if he is 90 percent person and it's a normal human relationship that they actually like it makes like, zero sense that she's like <laughs> one scene oh my god actually i take that back at no point during yeah. this movie does she lose her shit at this whole revelation of yeah. people owning earth <laughs> aliens everything she's kind she's of like, just like this is fine eh. <laughs> Meh. 
<laughs> yeah. Until her family's abducted, then she kind of and, and then a she gets concerned. a little like, "Where's my family?" Yeah, I'll marry you. <laughs> but I, I feel I was so like conf confused. I felt like I could buy that they would be like romantic if there was any chemistry at all. There's not any chemistry. <laughs> it gives him like a speech where she's like, "I." actually have this problem where i fall for people i shouldn't fall for and then he's like oh that's cool uh i'm gonna leave now and she's like oh my god i love you for saying that you're gonna leave <laughs> that's essentially their entire love story like yeah you did a pretty good summary right there dude thank you, thank I, you. i'm proud of you for that one it's almost as good as my summary was for the whole movie <laughs> look out me lacunas i'm coming for your job <laughs> Yeah, it's just the most random thing. And he he obviously does like seem to have I feel like there's a lot of cut scenes, but he does seem like he it has an arc where he cares about her, like he's constantly trying to save her. It's more than just like, oh, I'm a bounty hunter, I found you. Here, give her to the guy, I'm moving on. He does like stick around, try right, to like, which help, is like help her what you just said where it's obvious there's a lot cut because he goes from being like, I'm just protecting you like to, yeah. Oh my God, I will make you pregnant with my weird wolf winged. <laughs> I'm going to put puppies inside your puppy boy babies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's weird on all levels. <laughs> like it just, it, there's no, like, it, <laughs> it does not like simmer. There's no, no. like it goes it just, to eleven. Very bam! Fast. Yeah, like, we must do each other. <laughs> Donkey style. <laughs> <laughs> I hate myself for saying that. Don't hate um, yourself. The movie set you up for that. Joke. It's true. It was right there. It was right there. Nobody else is gonna do it. Um, so she meets the guy. He tells her all those things. He tricks her into marrying him. I don't know why she believes him. I don't know. Like, he's kind of believable, I guess. But for her to just go, okay, I'll just marry you because if I don't, then your brother will destroy Earth and my family. Like, I kind of get it, but they didn't really sell me on it. Like, but she I had to think a lot outside the movie to be like, why the hell did she do that? <laughs> right. And then they do that, like... Where he does his vows real quick, and they do the the tattooing of the ring yeah. on his finger, which I was like, you can't come up with something other than like <laughs> a, an Earth ring. Like yeah. this is the edge of the no, universe. We You're just like spent all the CGI on the on the tattoo thing that happens in the. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, her little uh, her, when I she's about the stamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's her royalty stamp, and that then you she get literally a has a stamp on her wrist. You get a nut, but it's like holographic. It's like a yeah. cool baseball card. And yeah. uh, then she gets another stamp when she gets married, but it doesn't get finished. Well, it doesn't so, finish the, yeah, it doesn't complete yeah. the circle. So it, it fades away. Yeah. Channing Tatum interrupts it and saves yeah. the day. Because she yeah. takes her time doing that usual movie trope thing where yeah. the jackass husband soon to be husband is like come on babe just yeah. say you do and she's so like, like I, uh you went from uh, the scene where he's like trying to be extremely convincing i you you could argue he was convincing of like wanting to have this 
thing happen wanting to marry her so in case he dies she can like protect earth yeah it's like a, a business transaction yeah he tries to convince her and then for some reason it's like suddenly shady where he's like yeah doing the thing was like come on just do it just go- it's totally not going to be a trick come on and, <laughs> and and then she's like oh i i don't know what to do I, uh, well uh, uh should i, I was should like I? you know what scene did this kind of thing way better was mm-hmm. space balls and uh <laughs> Again, Spaceballs. Spaceballs was a better movie than this one. And it's just buying time for Channing Tatum to get there from right to have his grand entrance. Yeah, he has. Look at me. One of his many space chases where he's doing this in front of a green screen. Yeah, (laughs) flying a ship. There's so many similar like action scenes that it's. I, I felt very confused used for most of them where i'm like i can't tell what's going on i can't tell where they are i can't tell what the stakes are i'm glad you brought this up because i have a thought of what this movie is okay um no i think it's better for a summary i'm holding that thought oh that means he's gonna forget before the no it's in my goddamn notes you (laughs) dick I have many notes I've that I always forget. That's at the end of the episode when we summarize. Shut up, Eddie Redmayne. Get out of here. They're my notes. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> if nothing else, folks, you, you should watch it to hear our like perfect impressions. <laughs> <of it>. <laughs> perfect, <laughs> he says. Dude, they're pretty accurate. It's true. I am Eddie Redmayne. <laughs> And I, it's my Has he won an ask Oscar? I am Oscar winner Eddie Redmayne. Pew pew. Um, pew pew. Pew pew. I don't pew. even know what we haven't talked about <laughs> so far. Um, so Channing Tatum busts open the wedding, saves uh, Mila Kunis, you know, yeah. Jupiter. Um, I was confused by. Did they go back to Earth at that point? No, they're uh, in space the whole time, right? They don't go back to Earth until her family's abducted, and then they randomly go back to Earth, discover her family's abducted, then go back right. to space immediately, which is confusing, but I figured it out the second time watching it. <laughs> um, but I, well, the thing I don't really understand, Sean Bean, who was in the farmhouse with the bees, they right, had you, they were you fighting... Like the dude. He's a good dude. He's they like were, a good old-timer. They were fighting the mercenaries that were trying to abduct him, you see, I guess, him get attacked and everybody kind of gets knocked out. He shows up back in space and Mila Kunis is like, oh, whatever your name is, Sean Bean. Um, and, and he's alive <laughs> and he's in space with them. And you're like, oh, they abducted him when they abducted her. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That's fine. And then he like turns on them. And I yeah. didn't really make sense. sense. He's he, like, like he turns I'm on, a double agent. Yeah. Sorry, bub. He turns on... Uh, Kane, Shannon Tatum's character, and I feel like I have to clarify every time because nobody knows the names of these characters. (laughs) I don't know the names of these characters. (laughs) Um, He turns on uh, Channing Tatum and tries to like arrest him, like let's get him out of the universe. I don't know what he's trying to, but he turns on him. They capture him, yeah, and they throw him in that like. He's definitely like, sorry, buddy. (laughs) Like I had to. I don't know really what's going. on. This is my only. You're just not the guy. I couldn't. I didn't understand what the motivation was because, like, ten minutes later, they're like, "We must save Kane before he dies," and you're yeah. like, 
what he's in you a cage. just turned on him Doug. i don't <laughs> understand like yeah it was very confusing because he was like friends then not friends then friends again and it wasn't explained at all and and he like gets ejected out into space but is fine because he managed to steal well everybody knows dogs can breathe in space well well he steals two <laughs> right he steals two of the space suits yeah and then he saves like, mila kunis at the very end pops a helmet on her head yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> um yeah so that's what happens <laughs> um but i will say eddie redmayne's character lives on like the most cliche bad guy planet ever yeah like, and it's like this long hallway <laughs> with like lava at the end yeah <laughs> lava and like like well uh, he's uh, his the walkway to his seat right has like the bodies that's where yeah. he keeps the family right that's where yeah. he's harvesting he's yeah, got yeah yeah like an invisible floor that he's like has the essentially a torture chamber beneath him yeah and uh yeah it looks it looks like a bad guy's lair yeah yeah basically. i mean he's supposed to be like this all intimidating into it scary guy who uh, he's just like <laughs> Like this cast is better than yeah. what this movie gives them, right? I yeah. I had the hardest time. I was like, I can't tell mm-hmm. if the actors are just bad, yeah, or if this is actually bad direction. <laughs> if this is, I think it's. Happened. I think that the actors are not bad. They can be good. They have right. been like I, I really like again. Channing Tatum and his comedic roles. I think he's excellent in those, yeah. and even some of his more dramatic ones. I don't think he's half bad. He can be Eddie, a good love interest, right? Eddie, be. no, we're not bringing up Nicholas Sparks. Um, I was gonna. Bring, <laughs> I was talking about very recently in uh, that movie with Sandra Bullock. What's that called? Oh, I haven't watched that one yet. Lost City. City, yeah, I haven't yeah. watched that one yet. It's it's good. I've heard um, that it's like super fun. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> Not uh, bringing up Nicholas Sparks, but <laughs> but Eddie Redmayne is like award winning. Like we yeah. know you've got talent, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guys he can throw down. And Mila Kunis, who we've actually barely talked about, is very likable. Like she's a very good actress. But she is like she's a pretty good actress. I really my favorite thing she's ever done was Black Swan. Um, yeah, that's a very serious role. I was going to so say, I know that uh, she's got Sarah some, Marshall, but she is whatever. awesome in that too. But my personal favorite of hers is the dramatic Black Swan. We heard you the first time. I'm letting you know again. <laughs> you had some spite she's to good. your response. She, she's good <laughs> in both. She's good in general. That's the she point. is good. She's, she is good, but she's not in this. Well, it just seems like nobody knows what's going on. And I attribute that to the writing and the directing. Not only does it feel like they are obviously as clueless as you are as an audience member, but that they care less than you do. Yeah. Yeah. If it was just me, if it was just the audience that didn't know what was going on, I would say it's probably the editing. Like there must be things missing that I should know and I don't know. And they thought that, oh, they'll figure it out. And they just edit it down for some studio reason. That happens. But yeah, it definitely seems like the cast also doesn't really know what's going on, what their characters are doing, 
or why this is even happening. And I attribute that to either like schedule, like they didn't have the time to explain it, which is a thing, uh, which reminds me, did you know the day that this movie came out that Jupiter, the planet, was like in its like full opposition or whatever. It was the closest to the Earth, yeah. 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 And so that in my mind means like, oh, you were focusing on the wrong things. That is <laughs> a very hard deadline that obviously you cannot change because it's in outer space. So you like maybe rush the movie in order to meet that arbitrary thing that nobody is ever going to care about. <laughs> one nerd is going to be like, oh, that's so cool. I'm going to see this movie that actually cares about Jupiter's ascension and Jupiter's facing the Earth and all this stuff. Nobody else for all of time is going to care Right. this movie came out on that day. So when I read that on the uh, IMDb page, my first thought, because it's like the first fun tidbit that they have, my <laughs> yeah. first thought was like, dumb. <laughs> and it just kept going. <laughs> I like that's like, your reaction to most of the movie. Like, not the, I mean, because like my dad gets a big kick out of like when the planets are a sure. little extra visible. He he gets a kick out of that. And it's cool to see that. And like it's, when you look through the binoculars or the t- it it does look really cool. It's kind of interesting. But to make that like a, a selling point for, of the movie. Yeah, a selling point for your film, like dumb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if you had to compromise anything in order to meet that schedule and get it out on that day, yeah. Not worth it. Yeah. I just, I don't, I couldn't remember if it was this movie or something else. I feel like it was Channing Tatum that said it though. I really think it was this one where he got asked, what's the movie about? And they said, I have no clue. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think it was in this movie. Reddit uh, Reddit AMA on it. Like you tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Nobody knows what this movie's about. I I don't even remember. So... I don't even remember how they defeat Redmayne. Oh, he falls. He has a cliche yeah, bad guy. Classic. Fall. No, not cliche. Classic bad guy fall. <laughs> and, and Channing gets in a big old like fight with one of the lizard guys. Yeah. And they try the to lizard guys are fight. kind of cool. Like the more I watched them, okay. I was like, the first you're one not is bad. There's two of them. The first one is just like my bad master i'll try better i won't fail you again (laughs) obviously he's going to fail again yeah this happens yeah uh he he gets booted into space right like he just has to freeze in the uh the first lizard man i feel like he got like torture with the same stuff that her family was gonna get he got tortured i don't know i wasn't really paying attention I was, but I don't remember he, that guy specifically dying. He dies. He dies and was yeah. replaced with like a smooth... Because he failed. He wasn't good Yeah, he enough. failed. He's he didn't get the Bad girl. henchman. And bad. Like, henchman number two, you are now in charge of yes. being the girl. Come on! And he's like, oh, right, master. I've got <laughs> it. And he gets in a fight and he they try to be clever with the fight where the floor like opens but then closes. Yeah. Well, right? he, that was another gadget he had at the oh, very beginning right. of the movie when he's like breaking into that one building for no reason and the mercenaries are following him and giving his extradition expedition Ex- what's the, the one about story not the one that's a car the one that's a story Ex- extradition 
I don't think it's extradition. What is it? It's is it ex extradition? exposition. <laughs> I was close. Exposition. Guys, we haven't even really like drank. This is just what this no. movie does. To this you. is how bad I am at the English language. <laughs> but he like puts this portal on the wall, That's and right. it like opens up a doorway, and he walks in. So he That's basically right. he's like, "Oh, remember that thing?" And he does it to the floor. Yeah, it's I not like totally. The, it's not like the gravity boots where he uses every five minutes so you don't forget that he has them. <laughs> yeah, and I totally forgot that he had... All right, well, then I guess they did what they intended was mm -hmm. the audience will not forget gravity <laughs> boots. Yeah. They will forget everything else about this movie, but yeah. not those gravity boots. He's got hover skates, and they're very cool, we, I promise. We had Channing Tatum roller skating in front of a green screen for <laughs> hours. <laughs> People will remember this. Yeah. <laughs> Even if they don't want to. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's essentially how they, they have a fight. She fights Eddie Redmayne. He tries to like force her to give up her right. She's like, yeah, she has the to paperwork's like done. The government signed off. Like, I own the earth. And he's like, yeah, but, <laughs> but do you, you? you can take that little stamp off your wrist and it becomes mine. Yeah. She's like, okay, but do I? Yeah. Will I? Oh, and then and he I? has her family, and so she's trying to like save her family, obviously. And then as soon as Channing Tatum sh shows up to save the day again, she breaks his like space iPad and <laughs> and, and, and suddenly her and Channing Tatum are like super same page where he's like I'm the one that takes care of the family. I will rescue all of them. She's got to take care of the bad guy because we have to have her fight the big baddie. <laughs> right. Not much of a fight, guys. Feminism. And, <laughs> and, and then, like, he saves the family and they see each other, like, close to, you know, face to face again. She goes, My family. And he's like, They're safe. She's like, All right. <laughs> this is word for word verbatim. What happens in the movie, dude? I actually don't think I was very off. No, I not I was at all. Pretty close, actually, <laughs> my and... sarcasm was pretty damn close there. Yeah, and then she falls for like the fourth time. He catches her, puts a helmet on her head. They fly off, get back to Earth, and he Eddie reveals... Redmayne falls while screaming. Ah. Yeah, way worse than Hans Gruber and Die Hard. Uh, doesn't come back. He's just gone forever. And then they get back to Earth. Chang Tam's like, hey, bitch, you following me yet? And she's like, yeah, kind of. She's he's like, like, yeah. And he's like, what if I had wings? And she's like, that's hot. And then they make out. And Dude. Then, and then they do the exact ending of Matrix 4 where they both fly away. It's like, guys, it did not work in Jupiter Ascending. Yeah. It did not work again. In Matrix Four, so oh, like, by the way, you know how Matrix Four. If you didn't see it, <laughs> you know how we tried to get the characters in Jupiter Ascending to be exactly like Neo and Trinity, but it didn't work because they're not Neo and Trinity. So let's have Neo and Trinity do the same thing, fly off at the end of the movie. Guess what? It doesn't work either time. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out the audiences actually only want neo flying around yeah crazy thing it and makes it, a lot of sense if you actually try to think about it yeah uh <laughs> sorry <laughs> god that and it, when they were on top of the skyscraper whatever building it is yeah like they're talking i just kept like 
I didn't really watch the ending because I knew where they were going. Because <laughs> I was like, you knew it was right, the end. Yeah. Here comes the. Uh, she's going to be wearing the boots, and they're both going to go off the building. She'll be doing her version of the shoot, 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 and he's going to have his big wings. And then he unfolded his wings, and I was like, oh my god, it looks worse than I thought it was going to. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes less sense, even though you know it's coming and you've heard the backstory on him. Yeah, it makes less sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's an angel. He got his wings back. Apparently, and then yeah, they they fly around Chicago together. And again, I thought, so everyone's just watching them like broad daylight. Yeah, they don't have the machinery. No, apparently all the like do that. All those other aliens that exist, all the like little gray men that are infiltrating the world. Apparently, all of them just like up and leave. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what happens to all the minions, but the, they're like there's no gone. just oh they left and you're <laughs> like I feel there's a big plot point missing to them yeah. coming back to Earth <laughs> and then you're like and she went back to cleaning houses oh look at that now she gets up early in the morning coffee's <laughs> made breakfast is made yeah. she's got a good attitude appreciates her life what she had right right and you're like. Because if I was suddenly the owner of Earth, I'd be like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go and live in my studio apartment again. Yeah. Or is it just a bedroom upstairs in this house? We still don't know. <laughs> well, you know, the most <laughs> the, the most bullshit thing that happens in the movie uh, at the end there, when she's having the meal with her family and they're like, oh, we bought you the telescope. You wanted. Right, the telescope. The most bullshit thing is her mom comes over and she's like, you know what? I always loved your father. And I'm like, what the fuck? Mila Kunis says that her mom told her love isn't real. And yeah. that, and it's just urges and obligations. Well, and her mom, and like she even says life. in her, uh, in that opening dialogue too, where she's like, my mom never talks about my dad. We've never talked about their relationship. She only told me this part and that's it. Yeah. And you're like, so you and your mom are estranged and your mom apparently hates your dad for dying young <laughs> over a telescope. Yeah. Which I was expect. Were you expecting some like deep tie to like his ties? He likes telescope space and, and her dad her and he likes space and named her Jupiter. That's the tie. Dude, <laughs> can we just say Jupiter might be one of the worst names to <laughs> give your child? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. And the mom says that. The mom does have some sense. She's like, no, I'm not naming my daughter that. And then when your husband dies. Yeah, she's like, well, I have to now. Yeah. Maybe that's why she doesn't like uh, her dad. She's like, he stuck me that. with that damn name. No fucking I had no name. choice. You're going to stay in this one bedroom room thing <laughs> with your aunt and I. Yeah. And but how, how shitty is it to tell your daughter her whole life? Love isn't real. I, not, love isn't real. I, you had a father. I didn't love him. Love yep. isn't real. Don't fall in love. Don't worry about all that stuff. It's just urges and obligations. And then you grow up. You're 30. And uh, you go through this whole thing. You're like, oh, I fell in love with the dog guy. And uh, how do you now, explain that to your mom? <laughs> I now have a telescope and your mom's like, you know what? I always loved your dad. And you're like, what? Now you tell me. 
That doesn't. <laughs> Mom, you're like nothing. Twenty years too late to tell me this shit. Yeah, Bitch. like that sucks. Like you're a terrible <laughs> mother. It annoyed uh, me. To there were several moments in this movie that were bullshit. Okay. Um, but first, um, since we're on the topic of the love story aspect yeah. of this movie and it being super forced. Oh, by the way, folks, we we like already talked the whole film. Uh, yeah. Now it's. God, that movie sucks. Um, but I started thinking because I know like in the 80s and the 90s, especially in action movies, there's always like a love interest, right? There's always some kind of romantic angle right. that just seems to like, oh, these two got put in a crazy situation together. So obviously they got a bang. They right. Got a, you know, burp, burp. Now have some um, sexual tension. Yeah. But it, the difference to me is for some stupid reason that I can't figure out it like makes sense and it fits in those movies. Mm -hmm. But in this one, I was very like, well, that this is just bad writing. Um, yeah. But it made me question. Sorry. I had to plug my computer in. Oops. <laughs> it made me question <laughs> like, do movies action adventure in particular, or really any genre, I guess you could say minus like romance films. Mm -hmm. Do they actually need like a love interest? Do we actually have to have romantic angles <laughs> in a film? Are you being super cynical all of a sudden? Kind of, kind of <laughs> maybe a little better. It, you know, a good love story but, can add heart or make you connect or care about the stakes of this character. Like I don't maybe not care about them as an individual, but if they're in a romantic relationship just, with the person I do care about, then I care that he cares about her. Well, I'm just, I'm like, it, I mean, it's rhetorical. It's not complete bitterness. I just thought because this <laughs> one was so obviously forced yeah. and there's no chemistry between these two. There's a good way to do it and a bad way to do it. This is right. But worst. is it necessary? Because like every fucking action movie. Yeah has this kind of angle in it i wouldn't say it's necessary by any means that was say, my question like i would say it can it can be done and in some cases it should be done yeah but it's not necessary it's not necessary but they keep doing it and yeah. it's like it's such a obvious oh the studio dipped their hand in the in the cookie jar yeah and this movie also obviously got me thinking of like fucking studios like the <laughs> it's so blatant that this the studio had yeah. to fuck this story up I don't know if that's just me trying to like believe mm -hmm. the Wachowskis are better than what that movie is. I could <laughs> see that. I could see like trying to force too much in because if you, if you add this piece, then you'll get this section of the market and you'll get yeah. a bigger audience. If you add a romance angle, you'll get people that are interested in, Oh, at least there's a romance angle and then they'll see it. So you're trying to get as much of an audience as possible. That could be. Yeah. And, you know, if it's missing as much as I think it might be, but I couldn't find anything on, like, director's cut, original yeah. runtime. The only thing I found was that the script was originally 600 pages. Okay. Which is an insane amount of script. Isn't Normally a page like a like, minute of screen time? Yeah. Like that? Yeah. So one page like is hours. one minute of screen time. Yeah. <laughs> Ten-hour movie. Which, when I saw that immediately was like oh yeah this was like 
this was an epic. This was probably the start of some giant fantasy franchise. Could have been three movies. Studio came in and was like, no, you got to take 600 pages worth of stuff and cram it into like two hours worth. Yeah. And then I was like, who the fuck does this? Like, why do studios (laughs) keep doing this? And I was like, oh, yeah. Warner Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is the Wachowski's fault for signing up with Warner Brothers. Yeah. But I digress. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um the one I have like a weird conspiracy theory about one of the themes of the movie. Oh, okay. So one I didn't I didn't really know like how this like kind of in the vein of how did this movie get made? What were they going for and why did it fail? Like, because it wasn't I, a good I movie. literally looked up, why did Jupiter Ascending fail? <laughs> like, that was <laughs> like, a, it's a Google search. <laughs> the rating is terrible. It barely made its money back. It is a failure for sure. Um, I have, like, a conspiracy theory, which is that the, the part of the movie is the whole, like, harvesting of planets to get this serum to give the elites of society their whole, like, ever, eternal life kind of thing. There is like in our real world, like a conspiracy theory that like the elites in society yeah. are harvesting like stem cells and aborted fetuses and all this stuff mm-hmm. to drink their blood and prey on their like use their cells to live forever kind of thing. This is where we get dark. <laughs> and I was like, maybe that is actually happening. And the Wachowskis accidentally wrote a movie like that touched too close to it. And so Hollywood like through all of these things and to make it fail. And so it was never a big success. Otherwise people would actually like it and watch it and believe it. Was there anyone else saying the same thing? No, I came up this off the top of my head <laughs> based on literally nothing other than seeing the movie and hearing that one thing in the, in the past. <laughs> I have only myself to blame for this. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't know how to respond to that one, Jake. That's fine. <laughs> you you kind of you kind of caught me at a awkward but moment. There yeah. is a there are there's another theme which you alluded to before we started recording, uh, which is that they are from Russia. The family's from Russia. Yep. They mentioned Stalin a couple of times as kind of like jokey, but also kind of in a negative light. And then we talked about a lot of the movie is like anti-capitalism like the weird it has aspects of it but that's not surprising coming from the wachowskis because that trying to throw in like underlining political themes has kind of been their shtick since v sure Um, granted v isn't trying to be subtle or underlining um, and is also good and is amazing (laughs) Um, and also doesn't really support the side that everyone thinks it does if you really watch it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <it's> gonna... <laughs> yeah. A lot of people like herald it as if it's on that side. I'm like, no, not no, really, not at all. No, no, it re- really doesn't, which is kind of funny that. It's Anyways. a very, like you said, it's a very clear message in that movie. Right. They lay it out 
word for word verbatim just tells you exactly what the point of the movie is and yet people still misunderstand it yeah which is funny because i think they even misunderstood it because they did come out and were like it's all against this party and then you're watching it yeah and you're like are you sure <laughs> yeah because the, that's the british guy says he's part of the conservative party yeah that he's a douchebag that's not really the point of the movie though <laughs> it's not picking sides in parties it's this isn't about me. For me. This isn't me. But <laughs> but that's that's a good Wachowski's movie. Yeah. This is a bad Wachowski's movie. Also um, based on a comic that was pre. It was based on a comic. They yeah. didn't write it from scratch. Whose original author like totally discredited and wants nothing to do. with Alan Moore discredits everything. Yeah. yeah. Alan Moore just hates everyone. He's like, my version um, is the correct version. Which is kind of fair to a Yeah, point. you're not wrong. You're not wrong. It is good. Um, it's very good. But that's we're we're varying away. Yeah. Um, but so the Wachowskis are coming. Wachowskis is what we're saying, and <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that. But there are elements of the movie, several elements of the movie that are like anti-capitalism. Not just the douchebag cousin who takes all of her money for no reason, and then uh, obviously owning planets and owning these mm -hmm. like and harvesting human beings, the value of human life, and harvesting them for your own personal gain. Um, but Eddie Redmayne's like in his one of his like final uh, monologues. He he kind of plays up the deity thing we talked about before, yeah. where he's like, "I create, I create life and I destroy it." And I'm like, "You don't create life, bro. You just <laughs> kind of prolong it a little bit, like a lot, but you don't create it. You do destroy it. You are totally a murderer. That's definitely for sure. That's fair. But, That's truth. So I don't know what they were like." going for as far as like an actual theme or message of this movie yeah like, is it and did they think it was like an allegory of slavery i could see them supporting that where it's like these planets are cattle and they need to be like harvested and there's they're slaves essentially kind of they I, don't have value i was in the same boat with you because i was like going into it going into this was weird for me dude because like i brought it up I was about to hit play and I was like, all right, Jake, he keeps laughing about this movie, making no sense and being weird. And he keeps telling me I need to watch it to see my reaction, which to me, I'm like, that means he knows I'm not going to like this. Movie. He knows that I'm going to suffer for two means hours. I'm trying to torture you. Cringe. Uh, I'm like, great. So I'm not going to like this movie. Uh -huh. Shit. It's like, but maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised. Maybe there'll be like a few scenes that I'm like, you know what? That was well done. I like mm -hmm. that cool and they did do a couple things in it that was like oh i like that yeah granted it's all like super cgi'd and <laughs> even some of the cgi gets real bad sometimes but like yeah. like current mcu bad <laughs> um, <laughs> hot take hot take hot take um but yeah going into it, i was like okay but it's the wachowski so there's got to be something redeeming i was like well or not mm -hmm. and i thought I know I'm going to get some political, like social cue. Like they're going to touch on social stuff. They have yeah. to, it's the Wachowskis. And to be honest, I barely got the anti-com or uh, capitalism stuff. Barely yeah. got it. I, the whole time I was like, Oh, is there, are they trying <laughs> to make a point here? Are they trying to be preachy at some point? Like I kept yeah. waiting for it. But I think the story is so muddled and yeah. craptastic. 
that <laughs> any kind of social commentary gets lost just in the the debris of spectacle as i would call this movie yeah uh, so i don't know like it was weird to me because i i expected heavy social stuff from it right i really did mm-hmm. all their other movies maybe not speed racer but all their other movies are heavy with social cues and you know underlying political statements or allegory with religion and all that <laughs> this one i felt didn't have it and maybe that's why another reason i didn't like it because i i expected that from them and they just didn't do it or they did it did it poorly yeah i i think that you touched on a lot of good points i do think it is probably too messy to really get anything clear and concise out of it yeah um I, i also expect bigger ideas sometimes ideas that are bigger than you could possibly film i like approached this i was like is it confusing and bad because it's just ahead of its time and i don't get it or is it just unclear and what poorly done and that's just actually what it is yeah it's just poorly done but they should have some sort of an idea of what they wanted to say and i don't think they really did for this and you and I kind of touched on this during our, our Matrix franchise episode. Go check that one out, guys. That's it's cool. Um, like, the Wachowskis may have really hit it out of the park way, way, way too early. And yeah. I don't know that they're actually going to... They're not going to get that level again? I don't think they're going to get that level again. Now, I agree. Yeah. Jupiter Ascending came out. When did this come out? Like 2016 or something like that? Uh, 2015. 15. Oh, it was close. Yeah. Um, what have they made since then besides Matrix 4? They wrote the TV series Sense8. Never and watched then it. Matrix 4, that's it. So there's okay. a big gap. A big gap. gap. Um, I don't know that they're going to get it back. And honestly, I could see Hollywood, because they do this with like filmmakers. Yeah. If you just can't produce something that's really like hitting an audience. Right. They kind of are like, well, that's that, which is an aspect I do kind of agree with when it comes to Hollywood, where they're like, Mm -hmm. you're not doing the job we're paying you for. Right. Therefore, we're not going to hire you for the job anymore. (laughs) Well, creating a multi-million dollar movie, hundreds of millions of dollar movie is a bit of a gamble. Like yes. it may work or it may not. This script may, that seems like an incredible space odyssey may be very brilliant or it may come out and nobody knows what the fuck's going on. And it turned out it was that way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the studios, I don't, I kind of think like, and I, I think matrix four was probably the studio trying to be like, let's test if the Wachowski yeah. name actually still holds. Yeah. Give you time. Let you get back to your roots. Like, right. Do you maybe have some untold story like and 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 the fourth part to this story that needs an ending uh give you another shot and they're like ooh <laughs> we're gonna miss oh shit <laughs> um but I mean it kind of sucks because like I like creativity and I, I like supporting artists and all that yeah. you and I both do mm-hmm. um I would hope the Wachowskis can come back with like Grand Slam I think that'd be fantastic to to see something great that connects with audiences again. Yeah. I um, mean, I've ever since people have been shitting on M night, who's in a similar vein, 
right super early with signs and uh, and obviously the sixth sense, sixth sense all yeah. of those movies at the beginning peaked so early then had this same sort of problem also doing a lot of like unoriginal movies and stuff but he i've been rooting for him to come back and he's been getting he's back been, to his roots and coming back yeah he he's been trying to get back to it which i think is admirable and cool yeah. to see him really doing that again and being successful with it Mm-hmm. Uh, I just man, the Wachowskis. I feel like, yeah. Since V, well, although I I am a fan of Cloud Atlas, I actually really enjoy that movie. Okay, even though it's super long, it is super <laughs> weird. Um, I've but been I meaning think- to get back to it because I saw it once and I was like, I feel like this might be good, but I don't love it. So maybe I need to see it again. It's been a while since I watched it, but I do know unanimously my favorite thing about the whole film is the music. Mm. So I can never tell if it's just the music that makes me love that movie so much that I can listen to three hours worth of it. Yeah, Uh, I do really enjoy a lot of the story, but the music is the best part. Did you Um, hate the music in Jupiter Ascending? I yeah. And it I bummed me out. Hated it. It like, bummed me out to find out who did it because I'm a big fan of that composer. I couldn't remember the last time that I heard a music movie score and was like, "Please stop!" Like, I, <laughs> I am sick of this. I, like, I felt like the music in it was so unnecessary when it was playing. Yeah. Like it just felt so out of time, or just like I don't. I honestly, Jake, I don't think anyone a part of this movie besides the Wachowskis gave a shit about this movie. And I felt like the Wachowskis just gave up trying to get people on board and were just like, you're getting paid. Can you just do what you need to do to get paid? And people went bare minimum. It is. (laughs) Cause if I remember right, the composer is Michael Giacano or Gia. Yeah. Giacano. Oh, from lost. Yeah. Love him. Right. Yeah, music by Michael Giacchino. Which is a bummer it's that Giacchino? He, Giacchino, something like that. I've never heard it. I've only read it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really like him as a composer. I love his mm-hmm. his material. It's awesome. He did Lost. He did Spider-Man No Way Home. Like He's yeah. done incredible fun. He did the Batman. Like Rogue He's one. done amazing scores. Yeah. And this one was a real, like, stinker yeah big old plop <laughs> fest man <laughs> wow so that brings me though okay to my thought earlier that's yes. right fuck you i remembered <laughs> i'm so proud of you whoop, 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 whoop. all right move on um <laughs> this felt like the wachowskis tapped into their inner michael bay Ooh. this is a michael bay movie yeah done by the wachowskis yeah yeah that is extremely accurate (laughs) that was like i like that's my absolute conclusion to this movie i was like oh god (laughs) no substance make it like try to the goal is to make it bearable to get through that's the level you're aiming for and to make it kind of jokes they joke about her royal bowels at one point uh yeah there's like kind of jokes kind of not jokes um 
it, yeah, it's just kind of love story, mostly not a love story. It's <laughs> just awkward all the way through. The only thing that was missing was that stupid swooping underside yeah. shot from someone standing up in slow motion. That especially, was the only thing missing. Especially the action sequences. Too long, heavy CGI. I don't know what's going on. Everything's I'm, blowing up. You have no clue at what point what is happening. No clue, no stakes. Uh, yeah, very accurate. <laughs> yeah, Jupiter <laughs> Ascending is the Wachowskis tapping into their Michael Bay. Alright. Which was a scary thought because then I was like, does that mean we all have a little Michael Bay in us? <laughs> uh, I hope not. Yeah. That's awesome. Scary thought, man. <laughs> Scary fucking thought. <laughs> yeah, I did not like this one, Jake. I was okay. uh, I was like, well, Jake's getting what he wants out of this. I know he's going to laugh at me while yep. I tell him how much this movie bothered me. I had a lot of fun hearing about you not liking it. So that's I, all I care about. Man, I was just so bummed at this movie though like I, yeah it's not good it's at not least good i got like a cool gray man design i did like like the four yeah. legs and the weird crawly thing that they do i thought that was cool mm-hmm. i just for a movie that really fronts a lot of like stuff it's a mm-hmm. pretty hollow film i really just i didn't get anything out of this movie which kind of <laughs> sucks <laughs> Yeah, I did feel like there should be more to it. There wasn't there wasn't a lot to take away at the end of the yeah. day. Which it is it feels like it feels like if we go to visit a movie set, you know, like an old western set, right? And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, look at all this! Like they built a town, and then it falls over, and it's just like planks of wood, and you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no substance. Just <laughs> facade. Yeah. That is a lot what this is like. Oh, man. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. So, <laughs> you fucker. You fucker. Oh, uh, before we go, I my wife wants a shout out. Christy wants a shout out for drinking the same beer I drank at the beginning of the episode. Oh, man. I don't know why she thinks that deserves a shout out, but it does. Good job, Christy. You drank hey. a beer. But you are an incredible mother and the love of my life. And thank you for being uh, upstairs drinking that beer. Suck up. <laughs> um, any closing thoughts on this pile of shit? Not really, man. Um, <laughs> did you? No, no, that was it. I, I think that it it sucks. Um, it's weird, and I have no idea why Eddie Redmayne whispers the entire goddamn movie. Like, I could I could see people watching this movie and trying to create some kind of like drinking game to it. Like, <laughs> you might die if you take a shot every time chanting roller skates in the sky or anywhere. That, that went you the might opposite. Die. That went the opposite direction. I thought I was like, Oh, he's going to like tap into there's some fans out there. They're going to take the story and the world that was created and fill in the gaps and, and with all this lore and you're like, no, some idiots going to create a drinking game. <laughs> some about some college times. group is going to be like, dude, we should yeah. watch Jupiter ascending and drink during it. Yeah, yeah. man. Every like, time that Channing Tatum uses the hover skates <laughs> that you take a shot and then you die at the end of the movie. <laughs> and then you die. Like, <laughs> hope it was a good one for you. Yeah. Uh, no, I, uh, and then you go to the hospital and have your eggs harvested. That's what you do. Apparently. Um, Dude, if I could make $15,000, you're damn right I would get my eggs harvested. 
You grow more. I'm not judging. <laughs> I'm not ju- I didn't say shit. <laughs> you said, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> you're like, I wouldn't get my eggs harvested. Those, they might be aliens. That's you grow more. <laughs> you got really defensive right there, Jake. I say that having absolutely no idea what the actual procedure is like. But... <laughs> right, right. Um, <laughs> the guy wanna... in the movie says he could. He does it in his sleep, so... He's That's, an alien doctor who's not actually a doctor. So it's, it's weird. It's weird. Do I want what? Uh, do, do you want to? <laughs> I'm excited for our next episode. I I'm am genuinely too. stoked for our next one. It's been a long time since we've done this. Yeah. So we, is in this the, past... like the fourth one that we're doing? That's a good question. I could go to our website, moviebonus.com and see. I, I think it is the fourth one. This is like a legit series now, right? Yeah. Yeah, so we mostly do top tens, but we have done in the past several random tens. And so we're doing another one of those where we spin a wheel, an internet wheel of all the possible movies in the world to see. We watch 10 random movies each and then tell each other how good or bad they were. It seems to be a good mix of some that are really good and some that are like, why the hell is this even a movie on the internet? <laughs> we always end up with at least a couple where you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, this will be uh, the fourth one that we've done. I can't remember if it was the, the second one we did or the third one, but I do remember you had an just ridiculous <laughs> amount of nudity in yours no no i had a lot of male nudity <laughs> and more than enough male rape was in my movies yeah i had at least two movies with several male rape scenes uh and then i it was a third one that i realized i am not a richard gear fan and i realized yep. that while having to watch a movie where he's just like flaunting his junk around and like yeah oh, not a fan of him yeah, and not a fan of him or his dong or or the dong. <laughs> it's not not doesn't do anything for me. It's not for everybody. It's not for everyone. Not for everyone. <laughs> so uh, yeah, next week I am very excited for it. Ten random movies each. I've already watched several of mine. I think it will yeah. be very entertaining. I've gotten a couple of mine watched. Uh, <laughs> once again, like yeah, this it should be entertaining. It should be entertaining, folks. Um, yeah. I was very excited when we decided to do that. Like I said, I I started working on that one more than prepping this one. Yeah. Although I, I still had my notes. Dude, I hit all my notes. I was ready for you. You did good. And it was a full episode. It, I was like, this is going to be an episode. hour tops. And we, we had a good time. So Because you're like, I'm going to get Dustin ranting about a movie that pissed him <laughs> off. And here we go. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> That's always a good episode. That's why I did it. Yeah, I know. Uh, so go get your shit. Go get your swag, the the yes. OG swag, it, while it's the, still there. It leaves in two weeks, and then there will be new stuff that we're very excited yep. about. It yep. looks very cool. So we'll start bringing some new shit out for you guys. Yep. Um, I don't really have anything else, do you? No, I think that's good. Cool. Thank you for listening. Let us know if we missed anything, and let uh, us know we'll... if you like light. Jupiter ascending and let us know uh, if you care that we hate it because <laughs> we would like to know what is going actually on. you know what I would like I would like to see everyone else's impressions of Channing Tatum roller skating in the sky because I feel like you and I uh-huh. we did a really good job or someday, you know 
someday when we have made a lot of money and people actually listen to this, I'm going to get you dressed up like Barf from Spaceballs and then give you some roller skates and then pass it off as Channing Tatum from this movie. Dude. On green screen or some, you know, fancy Dude. shit. Dude, you might not even have to try that hard. <laughs> I would, like, Barf is a badass. I suck at roller skating. That and you know, I like better. doing stuff to get, like, any chance to get a good laugh out of people. You know I like taking advantage of that. Okay, so, that may happen soon. I don't soon think you're going to have to, like, try very hard for that one. Okay. I don't have to make any money if I can get Dustin to pay for it because he wants to do it. So, but, um, Yeah, go get your shit. Hit us up on, like, all the the social crap. Um, yes. Thanks for listening. Thank you. We appreciate we, you. Yeah, we definitely appreciate you. And we'll see you next time. And we hope so, you have a good week. Oh, or, look at that. Or two. Sweet. Oh. <laughs> All right. You're on a happy note. (laughs) All right. See you next time. (laughs) Bye.